You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Unfortunately, we've run out of time today. Whatever it means for you in your club, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. Welcome back to another episode of We'll Talk About That Later, a football podcast mostly about opinions that aren't really that serious. Follow us on IG and Twitter at WTATL Official. Subscribe to us on whatever platform you're listening to right now so you never miss a new drop. This is episode... 139. Yes. 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 Tanya on the buttons today. Yes, indeed. That was was slow. Yeah, that was really slow. Was that too slow? Okay. Yeah. You watch Junior every week. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, why is she doing it so slow, man? Like, I get be gentle. You know what it is? I didn't want to be too fast. You wanted to like fade it out, and then you were like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. No, it worked. It worked. Yeah. Uh, We're back with another episode, 139. How's everyone doing? Good. Real good. Real good, I can imagine. Being <laughs> the only person here coming off the back of three points. I forgot about that, yeah. Did you know, yeah, that um, black cab drivers, yeah, they're not, they're not legally obliged to give you change. All right, then. <laughs> Wait, whoa, whoa. Why is that relevant to anything? No, I'm just saying. It's, just, it's a fact, isn't it? Uh, so you're trying thing. to change what our podcast is about. No, I'm just saying. No, you're getting saying. something off your chest, isn't it? You definitely got bumped. No, no, just true. recently. No, no, I actually watched a program about it. You know, one of those how... All right, I'm, can I just... Can everyone just, can everyone just chill out? Yeah, everyone just pause. I've got a question. How have you come to watch a program on black caps? It's a documentary, bro. You know, like, this is actually years ago, by the way. You know them daytime <laughs> Years TV? ago, yeah. You know, when, when I was unemployed. 139 eps later. When I, was un- when I was unemployed and I was watching GMB and Loose Women and all that stuff, yeah. Jeremy wow. Carter, them days. Yeah. So I watched this program, you know, them one where them got them old geezers going, how not to get scammed, you know, you know all that stuff. So basically, he said a, a, legal, a legal fact is a cab driver is a black cab driver. They're considered the queen's drivers. They're legally not obliged to give you change. So change, all debts have to be paid in full. Change is just a courtesy for them. But they like run with tradition, so they always give you the change. So like if you don't have if you if you just have cash and they don't have change, they don't have to give it to you. <laughs> 
So there's Oscar. people. There's people listening to that like raw. No, but <laughs> now, but now though, they've got, all of them have got card. Exactly. Um, yeah, machines. they've got card terminals. Yeah. Yeah. But, but Ab- it's a card terminal. Terminals. Terminals. Abdi, it's called a card terminal. Abdi, are you that hurt that this is what you've come to? <laughs> I want. I actually wanted to give you this fact a couple of weeks ago. Okay. <laughs> a couple of but weeks I on, ago. I kept on forgetting. <laughs> Man, set a reminder on his phone. All right. Might as well um, skip all ceremonies and just go straight into it. We do have a. Um, I have something to play. Oh, interesting. You, you didn't run this by us, but go on. Yeah. It's kinda, it was kind of sprung on me. Um, so I'm, I actually haven't heard it. Hey, give, give us some context. Yeah, this is, 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 is his name Kojo? It's and to do with our first game that we're going to talk about. Uh, it's called, uh, uh, right, you know what? Abdi, just take a second. Give Abdi three or four seconds. Just compose yourself. Okay. Yeah. Goose Fraba. Breathe in, breathe out. Breathe in. Mm-hmm. Um, good advice, Tan. Kojo, yeah. at this moment, I'm just going to take my headphones off. Uh, <laughs> is it actually Kojo, though? Yeah, of course it is. Oh, okay. going to be. He's a hater, bro. Go on. Let him, let him just bite his jibber. I can't jibberish. wait to hear this. Let me hear it. Oh, Abdi, <laughs> you came and you gave without taking, and I sent you away, oh, Abdi. Ah, Abdi. Hey, firstly, man, I love you, man. No, really, really, I do, I do, I do. Real talk. We're going to big up the channel first, you know what I'm saying? Because a respectful thing, you might allow me time on your platform via voice note as well, as well as inviting me to deposit in... in General as well. I respect that, you know, I respect you guys so much. So we'll talk about that later. For anyone that's listening, if you ain't subscribed, I don't know what the hell you're doing. You better hurry up and subscribe to this channel. Great content, great people. Um Tanya's happy, Spurs, tucking away film, no stress. Mark has a lot of questions about his team right now. And rightfully so. I think he's gonna ask a lot of those questions of these players as well because they're not performing right now. But it, listen, it's football, it happens. And shout out, um, Junior as well because Junior he's Gruner and right now I should be calling you I should be coming for you but you know what they're cool peoples and I stress and you know what Abdi you're one of a kind man your banter's <laughs> fantastic like I actually I rate your banter my brother my brother when you talk too much you see what happens because I know you're going to come and um, I'm going to listen to this and then we're gonna get off the channel and I'm gonna get off the channel from this voice now and then you're gonna, I don't know, you're gonna call Martinez, I don't know, Rey Mysterio again or what else are you gonna call him? Gary Coleman. <laughs> uh, Guapo, Gary Coleman, that's one there for you. Um, I call him Hasbulla again. Hey, how about Midget Dominatrix? John Cena said that on WWE one time. I was calling him Midget Dominatrix as well. But what else he is? A winner. <laughs> I told you bro I told you bro when you talk the heat will come and I told you to be there when I'm there because the one thing I really wanted to tell you more than anything on that day when I came was we are going to beat you for anyone that saw me on any other channel I said Man United 3 Arsenal 1 I said it with my chest I'm not here to brag about me getting the result right. I'm here to tell you that when you keep talking about players, players that your team wanted in the first place, you got to come with the same energy when it comes to you guys losing. You man held that. Yeah? You man held that. You all complain about VAR. You all complain about this, that and the other. Complain about your midfielders not closing down enough. Complain about basically not doing enough to win the game because your manager will come and tell you you had no desire or you lack the desire in the key moments and courage 
my players didn't. My players were a bit sloppy at times, absolutely. Happens when you've got a, a Scott McTominay in there. I call him Haggis Matt Holland. <laughs> but, you see, when you talk too much, you're going to hold that. So, Abdi, listen, enjoy this elf. So, you're going to bounce back and say, we're still top of the league and all that, yeah. We've been here, done that before, bro. We'll see how the Emirates next. Hold that. Love that. Was man doing his shopping while recording that? Man was actually, man was actually multitasking while drawing you up. If he was in Tesco and he was talking that aggressive, can I just say, security escort? Don't you know what I'm saying? Like you can't be saying all that in Tesco, bro. Abdi was staring at the sky for that whole voice. I think just, just assessing his life and. Honestly, I would lose to any other team apart from Man United. Man United fans have no composure when they're winning it, so I just hate. I just. I just hate losing to them, innit? So, uh, but to be fair, like, m- nothing that you said was wrong, innit? I have to hold it. Like, I have to actually hold it because I came with so much smoke. Like, mm, even yeah. outside of this podcast, you lot know on Saturday, I was yeah. mad. Oh innit? my so, God. If you lot could see our chat on yeah. Saturday night, Abdi was. Well, listen, we won't even go there. You was you, you essentially said there's no chance we don't win this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, was, I was moving smoky, innit? Um, uh, but, like, you know, part of it is all living up to the act, but, like, with me, it's just, you know, I get how I live in it. So I, I'm I'm going to give it and I have to take it. Like Kojo is probably the worst person. Like when Junior said just now, yeah, that I'm, when Junior said just now, um, I'm going to play something and he, he, we found out it was Kojo. My heart dropped. Like, I, can't <laughs> I, I, was like, I was like, I'm the one usually sending the smoke to him, innit? And I loved it when they lost early in the season, losing to Brighton and Brentford and all that stuff, yeah? But now, like, flipping He on, sounds like a changed man. He's nah, losing absolutely, Losing to him yes. yesterday was, was the most annoying thing, yeah. Any any direct response to any of the particular Firstly, issues yeah, that arose from that? Said, no, no. The one the one thing I have a contention against here is he said, "Oh, having to go at Hasbullah when you lot wanted him." Yeah, we wanted him to play left back. We don't want him to be like your defensive linchpin, innit? No one wants you know <laughs> a child to be playing centre back, innit? Him and Ryan standing next to each other is just comical, bro. It's like Dan Byrne and Lamptey standing next to each other, bro. <laughs> <laughs> or Dan Byrne and Ryan Fraser. Like these men are one's a child, one's an adult, like. But, um, and also, he didn't play that well anyway. He got worked by um, Gabriel Jesus and he should have got booked in it. But that's neither here nor there. Man United won. And um, although, like, a lot of people will say stuff like, oh, Arsenal played better and all that stuff. No, Man United deserved to win because they took their chances. Man United, um, they exposed where we we made the errors and then they, they were ruthless with it. Um, obviously, overall, when it comes to, if we just get into it, like, when it comes to the way we played and the way I thought generally we controlled possession, we controlled the flow of the game. Um, we had more chances in terms of like to actually like at, when we got to 1-1, we should have like gone for it. But uh, Man United, I think uh, their star man for me was Ericsson. Yeah, the maestro. Um, like he did both sides of the game. Like he was very strong defensively as well. Like he's, and at times I felt Man United were playing a bit like a pot Tottenham. In the fact that they were quite compact at times, yep. playing on the counter, mm-hmm. um, they had wingers that were inverted. Well, well, they had wingers opposite on the other side, so like a right-footed winger on the um, mm-hmm. on, on, on the opposite flanks, and then a left one on the other one as well. So, uh, but then at times they were when when Man United were counter-attacking, they stayed quite wide, like Sancho and Anthony, uh, and then they just exposed our high line as well. So obviously when we were going for it, we 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 we, we, we didn't close down enough in midfield. And then we played a high line as well because we wanted to squeeze. And then they exposed it because they got quick wingers and they got quick players at, who go um, make good runs off the ball in it. So overall, I think probably they deserve to win. But um, I'm not too 
discouraged because I thought this is probably the best we played at Old Trafford in terms of overall, in terms of controlling the game and creating chances. And obviously, we're it's clear to see we're a much improved team. Mm. I got just just before we get into um, some game analysis, mm-hmm. more in depth. Um, I got a question for you, and it's not I'm not on a, a draw out one mm-hmm. because. Uh, I know you've beat you've won you won your first five out of five, mm-hmm. and I know lots of those teams took points off of your Liverpool's, your Cities, uh, and so on and so forth, United's, etc. But people have come to say that this was your first big, big test of the season. You played very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could say for large parts of that game you dominated, mm-hmm. but ultimately you failed that lost, test. Yeah. What? Where does that kind of lead you to? to like where does that lead you to in, in where you are now? Is it a kind of just you've got Everton at home next? Is it kind of bounce back straight away, win and continue the momentum you had? Or is it, you know what, that was that first big test. I know you've got Spurs, City, Liverpool coming up yeah. coming up in the space of four games. Massive test. They're all at the Emirates. But how does what does yesterday's result, uh, su- yeah, yesterday, what does that do for you moving forward? Uh, well, firstly, those, those concerns are valid because all of the teams we played, they're all in the bottom 10. So, um, and with the ones that we beat. So, uh, I think those concerns are valid. However, the people, I think the people, they generally, they have an inability to add context to a situation. They would just say, oh, you played five shit teams and then you lost to the first decent one you played. Uh, as you said before, when you caveated it, you said a lot of these teams that we beat, other bigger, so-called bigger sides, um, you know, lost the drop points against them. Liverpool, Man City, they all drop points against um, these so-called bigger, these so-called, and then Man United as well, who just beat us beat Liverpool and Arsenal, but also lost to Brentford and Brighton. So um, I think, and also it just, it's very clear, like what we're seeing in this season, that there's no easy games in this Premier League. It's just generally, that's the truth. Like a lot of people say it, apart from, you know, playing the utter shit like Leicester right now, or like mm. Nottingham Forest and Bournemouth, those teams who are proper toilet. But like um, when it comes to Arsenal right now, I feel um, it, it was a bad result, but I think... Um, the process is still there, and that's what's more important for me. I'm definitely process over results. So that's why Jose Mourinho was never going to survive at Tottenham because he was results first. So at first, when Tottenham were leading the league in December, but they were playing dog shit, and then the results catch up to the horrible performances. Yeah. So like, even when, if, if for example, Ten Hag, if he loses the next couple games, people can clearly see the process is improving. So it's about process first, in it? So clearly our process is we're improving as a team. We've got better players. We've got better solidity when it comes to uh just as a as a whole team function and then but like you said like we need to win these games as well but here's an important point people forget yeah there's only 10 10 games against other big six teams there's 28 games against other so-called smaller teams if for example we lost all those 10 games and we won all 28 of the other teams yeah that's easily in champions you might even challenge for the title in a good year yeah so it isn't the games against the big teams that are, that are the most important when you get into the Champions League. It's the ones against the smaller teams. Those are the ones. If you win all of those, you there's plenty I of times. I don't think it's enough, though. Yeah, I know, obviously. Mm, but like, no, it's important at home yeah, games against the biggest winning, you're, you're, I, I completely agree with you. But to caveat that, you know, the rest of the big six will be saying the same thing. Win mm-hmm. our games against the smaller yeah. teams. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually think the games against... Your direct rivals yeah. are Spurs, a Chelsea, lot more yeah. important than you're, yeah. you're maybe making them out to be now, and that's not no, to no, that's again true. not to. No, no, no um, it definitely, it's definitely important because obviously, like you want to know that you're on the right path as well, and then that's like you said, it's the first test um, against Man United, 
who are improving, who have a, you know, obviously you're playing at Old Trafford, you get a lot of decent players as well. They are, they've they, they bought well recently, you know, there's no doubt about it. Malassia is better than the rubbish that they had at left back. Yeah, he's Whatever I say about good. Hasbullah, he's obviously better than Lindelof, Maguire and all that nonsense, isn't it? Maguire's so, a joker, by the way, oh, coming on yesterday, on the pitch seconds. for 30, 56 seconds for accuracy, booking. Um, yeah. But I, I got, so let's, let's kind of get into the game. I do have a question about... Decisions. Uh, managerial decisions but do you want to kind of get do you want to start yeah, with you know from the start of the game or should I kind of lead on into go on ask your question so essentially you were at 1-1 and, and you made a point earlier about the subs the, it was more so about you were pushing them at 1-1 mm -hmm. um, really pushing them uh, but in my eyes as someone who watched that game as a neutral at 1-1 before you made those subs with the change of system as well you were well on top yeah, anyway yeah. Mm -hmm. and in my opinion that's the one thing that Arteta's done wrong this season and I, I put that down to managerial inexperience was at 1-1 away to Old Trafford I understand you want the three points mm -hmm. but you were well on top of the game yeah. creating chances and what he did kind of switch into a free back mm -hmm. um, bringing on multiple midfielders I think you had uh, Vieira Smith-Rowe yeah. I think you might have even had Saka Martinelli playing wing back but they weren't dropping yeah. so essentially yeah. it was a free Pure seven free. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. and that for me is where the game switched in United's favour Yep. Yeah, I do think like Junior, you can come in at any point. I know it's just been me, you know, it's like an interview of me. But I mean, um, just when, when we made the when we made the substitutions, it, I definitely feel like it kind of disturbed it a bit as well. Like, but to be fair to Arteta, is he's done that a lot this season. Like, pretty much most of the games he's taken off the left back. In the last couple of games, he's done it and brought on an extra midfielder, and then we played like with wing backs sort of cheating, not really doing the defensive end, and then we've gone and gone on, especially when we've gone like the last couple of games where we've been at 1-1 and then we've needed to get the winner as well. So it's worked. That being said, obviously, like you said, it's Man United, it's away at Old Trafford. They can kill you on the wing as well. Taking off your, your fullback and, and, and we clearly saw the value of Zinchenko in this game because he added an extra body in midfield. My biggest issue in this game is that it comes back to Thursday. Was it Thursday was the deadline or Friday? When was it? Thursday was the deadline. And you saw like, how I lost my head in the group, not getting another central midfielder, chancing it again. Obviously, we I feel we also needed a wing as well, but I felt like, you know, central midfielder was more of a crying need, especially a couple of days coming off when we just lost two of them. I've never, I, I, Junior's got a different opinion, but I've never been a fan of Lokonga. I just do feel, I don't think, I, I think, I, I think, think I think there's, there's elements to his game where he's decent and again, against teams like Aston Villa where he can, you know he can he 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 gets more time on the ball, but when you're being pressed to death by uh, wherever wherever you see as flipping what do you call him Haggis um, <laughs> Matt Holland, isn't it? If you're getting pressed to death and you know what he's going to do, he's going to kick you in your face and say, "Oh, I got the ball, ref, sorry." And then you've got Ericsson as well who can press and Bruno. They're, they're, at the very least, they're all good at pressing. So when and also like he lost the ball for the second goal, he doesn't he, he was killing us off the ball because he just doesn't. He's I think he's quite lazy defensively, like Lukonga, and so like. All of that added on, like you said, the subs kind of destabilised it as well. Because when we were when, when we got back to 1-1, our front four, Martinelli, Odegaard, Jesus and, and Saka, they were killing them. Like, that's, Malassia, since he's come, that's the worst I've seen him play because he got yeah, killed Saka by Saka. That's, that's exactly what I meant when I posed that question about the subs, is that yeah. he was so on top of the game, yeah. uh, both personnel-wise and system-wise, yeah. that 
switching up both personnel and system for me in that particular moment was the wrong call. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think, but um, I like, like I say, I guess he's got precedent because it worked previously. But against Man United, I think it was no, the but wrong he's call. never done like three like that. Like he literally did no it. Fulham, there was no need. Took off Tierney. Went three at the back. Martinelli was playing as a wing back. So no, but three substitutions. He didn't. Oh no! He, oh, what you mean three subs? I yeah, yeah, yeah. Mean, no, I no, 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 three, three subs yeah, yeah. straight like that because you're changing a, a, a big large, portion yeah, of the team, yeah. a large portion of the team in a in a crucial moment of the game. You might say. To be fair, I like um, I like all of those players in Ketia, Vieira, Sniper, those good players. The, the problem is, is that um, I think he thought Man United were there. Yeah, for the taking. Yeah. And so I thought if he, I think he's thinking like, okay, so if I crowd the midfield, they can never get out. But the problem is, is... We were already doing that with Zinchenko. Yeah, we were already doing that. But the problem is, is that Man United have a lot of pace going the yeah, other yeah. way. And so, we, like, if we. you're leaving Rashford isolated with Gabriel or whoever, Lino, yeah. then likely chances are he's going to outpace them because mm. he's lightning. Particularly so, if both your wingbacks are out-and-out out wingers mm-hmm. and they're, you know, in that final 20, you know, they've obviously got instructions to uh, push more forward than they have been told to kind of drop back. So... They did this against us, and a lot of people do this against us, where you leave your wingers high and wide. Mm-hmm. And if you're playing three narrow centre-backs and your wing-backs aren't dropping back, you yeah. saw it by the uh, second and Rashford goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. There, there was... Um, it was easy. It was yeah, very, yeah. very Ericsson easy. Ericsson ran through, yeah. Ran through um, That's uh, the, off the right. Where the most basic thing they tell you in, like, literally Sunday league. High line, you got to put... If you're going to play high line, you have to put pressure on the ball. High line, no pressure on the ball. Then they, whoever it is, Bruno, you saw how, how he picked out the pass. To be fair, that was a great pass, by the way. It was a good run by Rashford, didn't it? Um, I, and then that just that that really killed us because that came while we were on top of the game and it was yeah. so out of the blue. It was just boom, all right. I cool, kind of feel like both, both goals were, like the first two goals, Yeah, their first two goals were I, like that. But I think all, all, really, even the third, because after they went 2-1, we still got back. We were like dominating the ball for a good like five, but 10 I, minutes. But and I feel then like, like, the fir- like with the third one, I think, I think you could see a lot of it um, like a lot of the gas got out of our players yeah. from, the, from the second goal. Like I think they put a lot into it, and then to be two one down, mm. and obviously the personnel change. I think at that point, and then um, he brought on some subs to like he brought on Fred to just crowd. Yeah, he was just about stuff, just, just about yeah. to bring on Fred, and then they scored the third. Yeah, goal. and, and then, then I just think I, I just think at that point we were just like. Do you want to talk about decisions then? Well, for, before we get onto that, let's just actually um, we don't do it probably often enough to be fair they haven't given us much reason to recently but <clears throat> you have to praise United um, for it's annoying, isn't it? potentially not even the performance the performance was really good um, I do feel at home if you're Manchester United you should have aims to obviously dominate the game more but aside from that they were good they got the points that's the uh, they important got the points thing. which yeah. is the important thing and, and actually um, credit <laughs> I know we've credited Ericsson and a couple of others but Gotta give credit to Bruno in this particular occasion. Yeah. I think he's most been quite stinky so, so far this season. Most of his work though was off the ball though. Like, but I listen, go, 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 go. in this day and age, off the ball work is almost as important as on the ball work. Yeah. Particularly think, in that I think, midfield I think for area. For me, the standouts were obviously Rashford. I think he, he, he looks probably, a different player. Already he was he was good, and, see, um, and uh, I think I was impressed by Dallow as well. Like. Um, it's hard against Martinelli this season Martinelli bro, he's been cooking mm. guys left right and centre and it's very exciting to be when he scored the goal yeah I only thought like bro this could be like a, a star making season for him as well like he would have four in his first six games mm. um, he's been literally he scored the winning goal against Aston Villa a couple mm. days and ago and can I just say I know the goal was ruled out but the composure on that finish quality finish and the ball from Saka as well innit? but let's just talk about that yeah because I want him to get onto it I, I, you, you lot will have a different opinion to me 
But that's soft to me. No, Honestly, I think it's soft. It's I, soft. I do. And the worst thing is, yeah, all right, cool. So you want to debate whether it's a foul or not, yeah. Forget about that. The, the issue I have, yeah, is the referee is standing where yeah, Tanya is to me, yeah. This is, yeah. this is you are Ericsson Erdogan. He's looking directly at them, yeah. Decides, no, it's not. But the referees want to get involved and say, here, come look at it 10 times in slow motion. And yeah. the thing is, it's like VAR is there for clear and obvious exactly. decisions. What's that's clear ex- and obvious? I was going to say, so here's where I stand on this one. I personally think that's a foul, right? But let me caveat that with, I don't think there was enough in that for VAR to intervene. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Does that make sense? True, so yeah, going yeah. back to your point on clear and obvious, yeah, I thought exactly when VAR it. came in, it was for, um, uh, listen, I'm in favour of VAR only slightly when it comes to offside decisions because that's black and white. Offside, right? you're, if you're offside, it, yeah. you're offside. You're offside the yeah. rest for me is very contentious and I don't think VAR should have actually intervened with that, mm. although I do think it was a foul. Yeah, I mean, the te- I'm not always complaining against the technology. The technology is important when it comes to obviously it's like, the people. with goal line technology. That's fine when it comes to offside. Those are important parts of the game to have the technology. The fact that the league is rich enough, you know, not all of these leagues have have an able to look at a monitor or like people in a different room. When VAR first came in, I generally, I swear, I don't know why, yeah, but I generally thought it meant virtual action replay or something like that. I thought it was because <laughs> I thought it was ma- the the technology was the main thing. When I heard it, it said video assistant referee, I was just thinking, these referees in these leagues are shit anyway. So you're just going to get another idiot to sit in Stockley Park and make a shit decision over there. So it's just like... But do you know, do you know what's the most frustrating thing? Like maybe two hours earlier, Brighton versus Leicester, yeah. Tillerman shoves whoever it is. The same thing. Uh, no, I've seen that. I just, listen, again, I'm not even here to be that guy. I That, that particular one, and I saw someone tweet this earlier, for me personally, was just shoulder to shoulder. And again, but that goes back to the point where I don't think VAR should have intervened with yours and I don't think VAR should have inv- inter- intervened with that first uh, And it didn't, because that goal. goal stood. I know, I know, yeah, but that's so, what I'm saying. So but what, I do think, uh, uh, sorry, I, I don't think the, that was actually a, a foul. Okay, but... Um, I, I personally do think I, it's fine. Look, I think that both of them, neither player gets the ball in that. They're creating pressure. Football's a contact sport. Yeah. Mm. They both apply pressure in, obviously, Odegaard's coming from behind, um, Tillemans is coming from the side. They both hit the guy. They don't get the ball, but the ball continues in play and both the teams score. Mm. My problem is, isn't that Tillemans should have been pulled up for a foul or that Odegaard was, but it's the consistency. Because if one is a goal and one isn't a goal, what does that mean? I hear, I hear it. I, ju- I just think one, one was shoulder to shoulder. Which I'll give you two other examples. Let me just finish with this. One, one for me is shoulder to shoulder and shoulder to shoulder for me is part and parcel of football. If you get moved shoulder to shoulder, that's your fault. You've got to deal with that. The one with Odegaard, for me, it's not even that he came from behind. Um, it's that Ericsson was shielding the ball. There's a clash of knees um, yeah. and he clearly falls because of the contact. The Leicester-Brighton one, I think is... Just, uh, listen, I've said so many times, mm. it's very soft. It's a soft, soft foul. But for me, it's a foul. The one, I, I the one for the Leicester well. game, mm. for me, is just shoulder to shoulder. You, you agree that it was soft. That's the exact point that you're saying is that VAR should not be intervening on soft decisions. I've literally said that. I don't, I don't the, think they should have intervened. What annoys me the most is the ref was looking at it. He had the he had HD view. Then he wants to go look at it slowly. No, they call him to say... Even worse than that is that at the beginning of the season, they said, we're going to be more yeah, lenient. Yeah. We're going to let the game flow. And so you're letting the game flow. And we've just seen um, a, a good quality goal yeah. disallowed. I actually thought, you know when he went over to the monitor and you always think, oh, if you sent him to the monitor, he's going to yeah. change his mind. Yeah. He spent so long yeah. now, I actually oh, thought, you know what? what? Yeah. He might actually just say, Bruv, you know what? And also, that's, he's, that goal's he's, he's, actually, he's actually from Salford as well. 
and their VAR was from Great Manchester as well. So I've not said anything, but like that's the point I made earlier this season, isn't it? These these referees, yeah, majority of them grew up in eighties and nineties, well eighties mainly, and um, they're all they're all from the North of England. You tell me they don't support Man United? That's that's nonsense. I'm, I'm not buying it. So that's one thing as well. But I mean, when it comes to like, I'll give you two examples that that are still similar. Obviously, you said the Telemans one, but like earlier, literally a couple of days before against Aston Villa, Traore. Oh Kamara is literally backing off on Ramsdale. Is that not a foul? I'm is with you not, on this one. It's the same. Definitely a foul. I don't know if you guys remember the, the foul on Origi at Old Trafford. Uh, oh when, yeah, when when Rashford scored in it, yeah, I mean, and they let that goal stand. Exactly. I'm completely. Uh, listen, I'm not even against what you're saying, mm. um, but lo- the other you know what my I'll point is. Is uh, what's his name? Mings. He picks up Saka and throws him like he's yeah. eliminating from the Royal Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> And that's not that's not enough for VAR to intervene, is it? It's just it just it the consistency is not there, and this is why it's always going to be an issue when it comes to. We'll talk about the other decisions as well. I know we've been on this game for oh, quite a while, been some but we talked about the other decisions this, this weekend as well. It's, these referees are all VAR at this point, yeah, because of the referees and the way they implement it in this country. It's never going to be something that is going to be a, a success. So that's why people are, I know people are, they're very upset right now, just generally for their teams, West Ham fans, Aston Villa fans, Arsenal Newcastle fans, fans, Newcastle fans. They're, already, they're upset and their emotions are high. So they're saying, get rid of VAR. I'm not saying, the technology is important. No, I think we should get rid of the the the, the system that the is in place. Exactly. Because I think it should be, I know Gary Neville talks about this all the time, but it should be independent people there. Yeah, uh, exactly. Because I, who I, have no bias yeah. whatsoever. They just have the rules right there. Mm. And because there is bias. Yeah. There is absolute bias there. And they're all mates, isn't it? So you and don't another thing is like, they said that we were, um, they, they were going to trial, or, or maybe I'm making this up, I don't know. But um, I thought that they said that they were going to trial, letting us hear what they're, mm. what, what they're saying for... Um, accountability. Yeah, them, how can we? How can we as fans be sitting in a stadium for six minutes not knowing what's going on? The only thing we have is the screen. Yeah, show, show, show the incident. Like what you're looking at. Like um, show what you're looking at in terms of the like the referees when yeah. they go to the screen. We should be able to see that on the monitor. Like they Absolutely. never do that. So, but yeah, I mean, I guess that's just. To be fair, like on in the grand scheme of things, when it comes to the uh, the actual game and the the end result. Um, I think that would have been. I, I generally, and you guys might disagree. I generally think if we won one in love, I think we would have won that game. And I just, gen- yeah, that's of course, the, the, we would have changed the that, game. That, that's how I generally believe we did. But we made clear errors. We made clear, yeah. like, um, naive, there was naive moments as well. They were more clinical like, than us. They were more that's clinical, it. 100%. That's a good way to sum it up. They're more clinical. Odegaard missed the absolute sit. Oh my God. What? Can I ask you a question? After times, what? I hate that. I yeah, just I, I've I got a quest, serious question for you because I think he's a quality player, but he's I've noticed that this season. Why is he scared? Not scared, but why is he? Why does he refrain from shooting he's, so you much? You say that, but he scored yeah. three goals this season. Yeah. Well. I know, but in listen, the fact he scored three, he should probably have yeah. double that. Yeah, he refused. I don't know. He's he's one of those guys like he's 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 very much more of a facilitator rather than. Uh, a I know, but when you when you're it's eight important. yards yeah. from goal. Yeah. But it reminds me of Ozu. Ozu had the same thing. Yeah. He would rather pot his first. It's like. Um, I don't know because I have this as well. Like, the first instinct that you have when you get the ball is to pass. I, I, and then, I really so like, get e- that. Even if you, it's opened up for you, your first instinct. So even in that one second, you know how it is. You've lost the moment. You've lost it. I completely agree. But if you, if you want, yeah, but you, well, if he wants ACL, to become, huh? you just did your ACL. 
Not, not my ACL. <laughs> I think it's the MCL. MCL. I did my MCL. No, but if Junior's knee is pregnant right now. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Let's just let's finish on this point and then move on. But if he wants to become a, a killer yeah. on the pitch, that's one thing he has to improve. He could, be our, he could be our top scorer right now if he that, actually shot um, more. The coaches are probably onto him about yeah. it. They, they should be. They well, really he was be. before. The same thing happened at, um, Palace. Against, at Palace yeah. when he missed. And then the next two games, he goes and scores three goals. So... I think they uh, are onto him. I think it, it, it's a mind frame thing. I think maybe like he's there. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to pass it rather. Than, he doesn't trust himself, but he will trust someone else. To that, be fair, he, made, he, he, helped, he helped make, make our goal with a great pass, by the way, yeah. to um, Jesus. And I honestly, I don't give a shit what people say. Yeah. Odegaard is one of our best players. Like probably in our top three best players. Yeah, uh, he's he is so he's, he's a fantastic player, and he's our, he's a he's actually um, like improving as a captain as well. I, and I also think he's our metronome. Like he's honestly, actually, like yeah. he creates our tempo. He he. We saw it against play. like without him we wouldn't have beat we wouldn't have beat Fulham yeah. against uh, Aston Villa again he's he's the catalyst to help us get the goal get the win in it and when and when he went off the drop off in in our play yeah. like was I do like Fabio Vieira though he is tidy man that guy is no I meant against Villa oh, against Villa yeah, yeah. but I mean but Vieira and, looks good yeah Vieira is good man but the thing Arsenal fans yeah they're allergic to having more than one good player one good if if someone play well. The other player has to be rubbish. I'm sick and tired of the Tierney stick. T- Tierney well. is rubbish now because Zinchenko has been playing well. Yeah. Like it doesn't make sense <laughs> to me. Like, um, but and also apparently like, Ben White has been playing well. Tommy Asu is terrible. It doesn't make sense. Like it's it's just a it's just because we've only had for, for ten years we've only had an eleven. We've had, we've had, we've had <laughs> fourteen be- shit players in the squad. <laughs> exactly. Barely that. So yeah. But anyway, uh, let's move on. But no, congrats United. Um, piss off United, man. Yeah. Do you think they're back now? I think they're turning a corner. Yeah, I wouldn't too, say they're back. It depends what your definition of back is. Mm. As in back, as in back, like mm. Fergie days, or just back as no, in... No, 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 not Fergie days. No. But I think the test for them now is their next game. Who's can they playing? push... I don't know who Palace they're playing. Palace away. Palace away. Palace away is Palace away. Because let's be honest, look, I do think there's an element of... Old Trafford's just a sticky place for you. Yeah. Oh, it's I like Stamford Bridge. No matter what we, lost, we do, we won there once in ten years. So and since 1978, we haven't won there with more than two goals. Crazy, you know. The thing is, we, we the only time we won in the last ten years is behind closed doors. <laughs> so every other game with a crowd, we lose. And, and the, the the three times in the Premier League era that we scored two goals, we haven't won there. That's crazy. Yeah, we've lost eight two once there as well. It's just it's just like Matt, Old Trafford is sticky, and it's a sticky place for Tottenham as well. It's a sticky no, place for is. Liverpool as well. So we, we beat them six one behind closed. Doors. Aside from obviously right, last year when you pumped did, them, yeah, you we pumped did go there and beat them five 0 last year. Yeah, but, uh, I mean we're not in that bracket. Yeah. So yeah, I guess so. Um, but when they come to it's the same for them. When they come to the Emirates. They we 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 bend them over and pipe them anyway. So wow. we'll see them in the Emirates. Isn't it? So Kojo, exactly. I'll see you at the Emirates. Make sure you come back on that podcast. Send me a voice note then, innit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it'll be interesting to see where both teams are at that point. Yeah, Man United are actually quite they're better defensively. Like they actually have good individuals at the right now. Maguire's not playing. Mm. I mean, we we spoke about it when he came on. He got yellow. Mag- why is Maguire's foul on Inketian? Or if if if, if 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 the Odegaard would won now? Because he, he all right, cool. Inketian ran into him, but he did. Wrap his arms around him. So why but is that? If you're do it, is playing a different sport to everyone. I saw the entirely. one. Is he the one that wrestled him? Yeah, yeah. Gabriel Jesus. That was his yellow card. Yet, how many fouls did he commit in the first half? Yeah, Varane should have got yellow before he did. Um, Outrageous. Martinez in the they first actually, minute. They were actually just wrestling our players. No, it wasn't J- even Jesus like... was getting battered, man. It was, it was, but Jesus, what a player, man! What oh, a what player! player man. He, he is. Brilliant He's actually to changed watch. my life. But the worst thing is now, yeah. What <laughs> worst thing is now, yeah. I'm, 
All I'm seeing is highlights of Lacazette doing mad things for Leon. I see the goal. I've seen it. Imagine me doing yoga because how did he stretch to? to uh, um, I saw yeah. someone say he was definitely sabotaging us last week. <laughs> no, he was in it. Yeah. Maybe he was. Well, yeah, but just, it, it's not a good look for the French league right now, isn't it? Nuno Tavares is scoring with his right foot every five minutes. Bro. Nuno Tavares and Balogun are top scorers. Crazy, isn't it? Oh, Shout out to Balogun, though, my boy. Yeah, that's five goals and and one assist in six Jeez. games. No, but don't, well, let's not worry. We'll be Everton next. We're still top of the league, so no, is it home game. away? Home, 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 home against Everton. Oh, okay. You seem to do quite well at home. So. We'll, we'll beat them next. We'll stay top of the league. And then we'll just go from there. And I think the next, the, the 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 one I'm looking forward to is the derby. You know, so we'll see where we're on then. When is that? Off the top of your head, first of October. October. First of October, yeah. and then okay. so it goes Spurs, City, Spurs and City at home, Leeds away, and then Liverpool at home. There's a Europa League in the twelve, twelve, twelve. Yeah, we've got a couple of twelve interesting. points. Interesting. It's a very interesting. That's where I, that's where I think twelve <laughs> points. Yeah, crazy. That's where I think we'll really. Obviously, there's games between now and then, but we'll really know where Arsenal in particular are at after those four games. Last year, yeah, what we had was if we didn't win, we lost. Hopefully we can at least try and get some points now instead of like mm. we're always going for the juggling that we can get. We but can you know what? Time. I am I am despite the loss, mm-hmm. the performances is like yeah. the the way we play football, the pressure that we kept playing out the back. Exactly. I can tell back. from both of you, it's not it's not that type of demoralizing loss that you've held so much in the past like four or five years. No, I was angry. Was I de- was angry yesterday. I was hot. Yeah, like, I hear that. But in terms of you're hot because you lost the game. But in terms of like the additions to that. Yeah. Where usually, you know, uh, you're looking at Emery, oh, early Arteta days. <laughs> I say early Arteta days. Most of Arteta's tenure, a lot of your losses have been lose the game and get dominated physically and on the ball, off the ball, etc. Whereas this one was lose the game, unfortunately, dominated most of it. Yeah. I mean, these, these things happen, you know, like we've seen, um, okay, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Calling you out. I'm not. I promise. It's just. I just thought about it. It's like an example, right? Because you said um, something like, um, "We should have won, but lost three-one." Right? Yeah. Yeah. I I don't necessarily agree that we should have won. We should have won. Like nothing is guaranteed. But it's one of those performances, like Mm. where you see your team do so well, and you feel like you didn't deserve to lose. Not that we deserve to win, but we didn't deserve to lose. I get that. But we lost three-one. So it's kind of like I've seen Man City go there to, at Old Trafford, batter them, and then Man United w- walk away with a two nil win. And you're like, how did that happen? Man City should have scored thirteen. And I guess it's one of them things you can play terrible and win, but sometimes you feel worse because your team played. Shit. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? yeah. So because that's how I've been feeling. But <laughs> listen, top of the league still. So I, you say that with a lot pre- of pre- laughter pre- in pre- your. Well, we just we just won't win it. Invisible, isn't it? Fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm all right with 111 points. It's fine. <laughs> no, I do think North London derby that will be a big game. Yeah, I, I can't fun. wait for that, and honestly, I can't wait for the podcast that precedes that because it's just <sighs> it's just going to be. Um, I'm not confident already. It'll be very interesting. Why? I mean, I mean, how can she be ready for for post pop the podcast after a seven nil? Emirates, <laughs> we are terrible at the Emirates, and I actually just think you've been the better side this season. The table, I appreciate that. that so I appreciate that. You know, I appreciate that. Anyway, um, so the Merseyside derby happened. Um, the best nil nil I've seen. In I was a, about to say mm-hmm. ending nil nil, but it was so that doesn't tell the story. Doesn't tell the story. Listen, before we get into the analysis of this, I just have to. Pains me to say it, I've got to shout out Jordan Pickford 
because he got given man of the match yeah. uh, I would have given him man of the match yeah. I think everyone in this room would have given him man yeah. of the match regardless um, some of the saves he made but you know I give him a lot of stick and that Rightfully performance so. that performance that he put in on Saturday early See, afternoon I was praise. I want to give him praise but top. every time he makes a save he has to strut like an idiot man he gets up and <laughs> pu- pu- puffs his chest out all the time like, oh I'm the man in it oh, oh. Nah, that he's so he's, that he's so he's like he's like a budget Buffon you know when Buffon gets up here <laughs> and he starts shouting at his defenders kicking the post and all that stuff all of this acting man just save and go bro <laughs> save and go uh, no, that Nunes save I thought was probably the best oh, save. I that gave was... me Torres Blackburn vibes. I don't know oh, if you yeah, guys yeah, remember yeah, that remember, goal. I'm telling that. you what, if that went in. No, the, the best save I thought was the snapshot from Firmino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I was like, whoa, that was a good save. And he made no, all every single one of his saves were either yeah. good or unbelievable. Yeah, uh, I got to give him the Salah that. one right at the end as well. Was a good Salah one. one right at the end? That would have been a mm. what 95th minute mm. Merseyside yeah, yeah. derby winner. Yeah. pulled it out of the bag so I've got to give him credit you lot just trying to hit the bar in that like, like both Everton and Liverpool that was <laughs> yeah. the aim they hit the bar and then we got up the other end hit it twice in quick succession and it's just like that was a mad sequence it was crazy yeah as new news go in the right hands it was yeah, um, now that I can sit back and reflect on it when you're in the moment yeah. it's, it's more um, tense, frustrating yeah. and tense yeah but looking back on it um, can I yeah. ask you an honest question yeah what on earth has happened to Fabinho but, uh, I thought he was decent. I'll tell you what, though. I think, uh, particularly with the lineup that we chose, I was, let's just say I was interested when I saw that team um, with Fabinho, Elliot, and, and Carvalho. Mm. Uh, and it was clear to me, actually, when I saw that lineup, and I love, love Harvey Elliott and Carvalho, but it was clear to me, as soon as I saw that lineup, that Fabinho would have a lot to do. A lot. And if you look at our pass map from after the game, um, and where players were most frequently on the pitch throughout the 90, he was all alone in the middle of the park. I actually think we're mm. giving him too much to do and too much space to fill. Yeah. Um, not enough protection. I, I know he's the protector, mm-hmm. but he doesn't get enough protection himself. So it was. That, it was. It, I think it's because of the high standards that he set over the last three, four years. And he's just um, last year he was getting forward on Moscow and a few goals. Uh, this year, uh, I feel like especially in the second half as well, especially when they brought on what's his name. My man from PSG, um, Gay. Uh, Gay. Gay. Oh yeah, he was losing quite a lot of jewels in there, and Everton were doing very well. Yeah, um, uh, but you got to listen. I think it's a very valid point. Um, we haven't been able to play our first choice midfield once this season. What is the first? Choice it's midfield? just pure mix and match. He's just in there every week with new bodies. Mm-hmm. There's no cohesiveness yeah, in there. It's really no hard for him to kind of get to grips with who's in front of him on the right, who's on the left, because it just changes every week. Whereas some of his best form came. Uh, when Henderson was in his prime and we had one out him on the left because there's a lot of defensive stability in those three. Yeah, Whereas well, on Saturday that we had one in there with that defensive stability and then two Roman. Mm. Um, but what is our best midfield? Thiago and Elliot. Yeah. Thiago, Harvey Elliot and Fabinho probably. And you can see like the, the game plan from Everton was was really clear. It was just a frustrate um, mm, I think they played well. Game. I'm not going to lie. No, they did. Do you have to give them credit? And, their midfielders were a big part of why it will be centre mid. Yeah, I what told is you going on? But even Onana, like, like yeah. they, the way they um, just got about the yeah. three centre mids at Liverpool and just made it really difficult. Like Liverpool yeah. are known for pressing. Mm. Everton pressed Liverpool. Yeah. Really yeah, you gotta well. give them credit. I tell you what, if you're a West Ham fan watching that game, you're gutted you've missed out on Onana. Yeah, because it was. Uh, as far as I'm aware, the choice came down to Anana, West Ham or yeah, Everton. And he chose Everton. And he chose Everton. But you're gutted if you're is, West Ham. Which is weird, though. It is or maybe weird. he didn't think he'd start because 
Moyes is quite. I'm change. not sure, Very but you, you could imagine know. a West Ham midfield with Rice and Anana sitting and Paqueta just rolling. But like, and what's his name? Moyes, he's 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 quite known for being sticking to the guys he likes. Rice and Suchek, he's probably not going to break that partnership. So I'm not listen, if you he ask any West Ham about Suchek, they'll tell you right now that guy needs to be dropped. Yeah, that that ship has sailed with Suchek. That, right? Although he scored, oh, <laughs> yeah. Suchek. oh Suchek, yeah, yeah. And he's, and he, yeah, yeah. So, um, but I mean, with, with, sorry, I was going to say, and he scored against Tottenham. But you yeah, talk about that game. Yeah, 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 so. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could see in your face yeah, trying yeah, to evaluate what's going on. I was like, shut up, shut up. It was, it was Antonio who scored against Chelsea. Um, so, uh, Onana, when it comes to him, he's actually he's a very I like him, but he's very funny when when the referee books him and he looks like oh, I didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> His face is so funny. Isn't that every player? Though? Nah, he's At, early on the season. I said I'm buying stocks early. It won't be centre media. That guy, he is. I don't know, Frank Lampard. I don't like giving him credit because I think he's a, yeah, actually, he's actually a bad. That, I think he's a bad manager. But the way he's 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 moved his position yeah, and it won't be what he surprised me most yeah, is the, his defensive work as well. Like mm-hmm. the way he's getting back, shielding the ball. He's very. He's always been very good at shielding the ball. To be honest, like he, he gets in front of the players and makes sure he retains possession. He's like I always said. He's good from getting to the final third into the from the the, the defensive third into the final third. He's good at progressing it, but he's passing though. He's actually like, because as a midfielder, if you're always going to dribble from the defence, it's always going to be easier to make sure you can pass through the lines in it rather than dribbling. You're always going to be more valuable as a midfielder. So he's doing that a lot more as a centre mid. So I like, I def- definitely like that. But if you add Idrissa Garnagay and um, you've got Anana and Iwobi as a centre mid three, you know then it starts to look very But you know, that's the thing. thing. I always thought Iwobi's issue was his decision making. Yeah, in yeah. the final. That's so, what he was final. So final. like that for me, like once you remove that, it's a, Decent player in there. Yeah, no, it's yeah. weird when you watch him in centre mid. You kind of think to yourself, "How did he ever get bought through as a winger?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the thing. Like he was. To be fair, like when he came to when he first came out through Arsenal, he was a striker. Yeah, and then they moved him out to the striker? wing. And when he first, the thing is, when he was first broke into the team, he broke in linking up with Özil and Alexis Sanchez. And you know, Sani Cazorla, these guys all around him. Then he starts to look good because he's actually a very clean technical player, and his link up player is very good. But when he gets into final fantasy, he just falls apart. He's an idiot, isn't it? So, but you're watching, <laughs> and it's actually funny watching him now in the team, and you're watching Damari Gray go through what he won't be was like for. Because Damari Gray is such a talented guy, yeah. but this, it, it, sometimes his decisions are bizarre. Like, yeah. like what? Like to the point where you're thinking, uh, did you do that for a bet? Like, why? You, the one corner he took yeah, and it, it didn't allegedly, even allegedly, allegedly. Yeah, one corner he took yeah, it didn't even. Bypass everyone. It went into like the steward on the opposite, opposite I corner. Remember, flag. I remember. <laughs> it's just like, um, but I think Everton they they had some decent opportunities. Where okay, they actually honestly, criminal. Oh, I was, was literally about to say that, that was criminal. Obviously, honestly. best goalkeeper in the league in my eyes mm. stood up. He, listen, Pickford deserves all the praise, but Allison made some really good saves himself. No, he did, he did. Obviously, the Mopai one, but there were there were a couple more as well. The um, McNeil one was a good one. McNeil uh, oh, took a big deflection. Um, both, I think, both keepers come out of that game with the most credit. Mm. Yeah. Um, and and if you had asked me prior to that free game run, the, our last three games, would you take seven points? I'd maybe actually say yeah, but off the back of. Such a poor start to the season. It was really important. We won yeah, the game against Everton, say, point, as well as the, the previous two. So mm. usually I'd look at that as a decent point, but we we need points. Um, so I kind of reflect on that game and think, you know what? We had the chances. We could have won that game. It was a goalkeeping masterclass. Let's now just accept that and move on. If you, Listen, the fact that we're only five points off Man City having won two from six, yeah, to me, in my eyes, is a miracle. 
Well, I was going to say, could you not say like... It's kind of disrespectful, you know. I'm Man City top of the league. But you know what? Listen, who you know why I say City? Say you're six points behind us, yeah? Say that. You know why I say City? Because it's been City and Liverpool battling it out for the past four or five, six seasons. Mm -hmm. Could you not... You know, I know you're saying it's a miracle, but could you not see like that this season has, has started in such a way where it's like we, we said at the start that it's not easy for any team that you're coming up against. Like you, you could drop points any, at any point. Any so, point. So could you not say that perhaps this season is probably it's, it's I'm not going to say it's OK to keep dropping these points because obviously you don't want to keep dropping the points. But it's not like the other seasons gone. Where dropping at like dropping the two points where you could have won the game is like that's it. The, the I, you know over. what? I agreed. Listen, you look back at City's record in the past four or five years. They they maybe draw four or five games a season. They've drawn two in six now. So it goes to prove your point on. Listen, teams will be dropping points throughout, and just got to stay with it. Just got to stay with it. So now it's important. We got Wolves at home next. Have to win that. There's not a question in my mind. We have to win San that. San Diego Costa. Uh, Wait, is that completed? It's not well, done, but apparently like he's having a medical. Then. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Wolves were pissed though. Like, son, 25 million strike here, ACL. Five I know, that is so peak. That is crazy. Yeah, that's uh, Although, like, I get what you're saying and I get what you're saying, Junior, as well. But like, I think the concern for Liverpool has to be that a lot of your players aren't... Perf like, I'll be concerned with a few of the performances as well. <laughs> I agree, but listen, like, when we're, we're so shot in the middle of the park, I think we're losing a lot. It's, it's clear to see we're losing a lot in the middle of the park, um, including a dictator and a controller in Thiago. Miss him a lot. Um, but the season's young. I completely get your point. We need to put the ball in the back of the net more, a lot more. Um, I know a lot of people don't like XG um, and what it stands for, but actually, and this is going to sound silly, it's going to sound very silly, but just bear with me. We've won all six of our games on XG this season, right? Our problem is we haven't been putting the ball, bar mm. Bournemouth, in the back of the net enough. So moving forward, that's got to be yeah. the aim. Get bodies back in midfield, put the ball in the back of the net more, take our chances. Um, Do you know, a stat I read this weekend is that Liverpool have been outrunning all the games. I've seen that. Season, I know. It's, not, it's not good enough. Considering we are usually the team yeah. who outruns every team, it's not good enough. Um, again, it goes back to, you got to remember at the start of the season, we had 11 or 12 bodies out. Uh, it was difficult. We actually had a fairly decent pre-season, so I was quite positive coming into this season. But the season's young. Um, I think we will fix that outrunning. Um, I think we'll fix that very quickly. Um, but for me, it's about putting the ball in the back of the net. And we're playing a slightly different system now, whether that's because we've got so many midfielders out or not. But Salah's staying too wide. And listen, when you've got a guy who's, who wins golden boot after golden boot, scores 30, 40 plus every season, you need to be getting him in front of goal a lot more than we have done this season. So why, why did Klopp take off Trent? I think he. I think I'm not really sure to be honest with you, but I think Napoli. Yeah, Champions okay. League. Yeah. Um, but I'm to be honest with you, I, I wouldn't have done that. You got, is the derby um, particularly that early? I thought that was way <laughs> too early. Fifty eighth minute. I thought that was Ooh. way too early. He changed both fullbacks. Didn't so even get the clean sheet. He man. took Simicas and Ooh, Trent off. Trust early. me, I feel your pain, bro. Oh. He took Simicas and Trent off. <laughs> And I think that was the plan from the start. So give Robbo 30, give Trent 60, give them the full 90 against Napoli. Because um, it's important we start Champions League campaign with a good result. But it's and the, away it's to the, Napoli's it's the derby though, isn't it? So. I've, listen, telling me, I don't think he should have come off. And then he ended up changing it anyway. Like he brought Milner right back and then he ended up changing it. He took off um, 
one of your midfielders, put Milner in the midfield and then brought, took, put Gomez right back. So it, it was almost as if like he made the change hoping Milner would be like get some crosses in for Nunes. And then he ended up changing anyways. Like, oh, yeah, okay, it's not like, even that. He made that change. Um, you could see straight away it was a mistake because I think Everton see, all right, 36-year-old James Milner, right. we're going to target that. Mm. And they did, um, which is what I think forced him actually to get Joe Gomez in at right back, pace, power, um, and get Milner on in midfield. But listen, draws, not the end of the world. But when you consider our start to the season, it's not great. But let's move M- on M- now. M- Milner's done now, isn't it? Yeah, listen. He should, obviously, I, I, obviously I loved, shouldn't I, even be playing. I love the guy. He wouldn't be playing if we didn't have so many injuries. But it comes. It actually boils down to, regardless of the injuries, he shouldn't be playing this much football for us. And that actually goes back to the summer transfer window. We should have got a centre mid in, and we should have done yeah, it at the start. Well, you did though. At, at the end, only, and that was yeah. only because Kater again injured. injured. And we're talking months. You got him and Ox got left out of the Champions League squad, so they're both out for at least two months because the group stage is two is. It's oh, going to be done in two months. It'll be done cut, before the got, World you got, Cup. You've got to cut ties with those guys now, innit? Both in the last year of their contract. Have you got tricky fixtures coming up? Or is it fairly... We've got, so we've got Wolves away this coming weekend. Away or home? Uh, uh, sorry, Wolves home this coming weekend. Um, and then I can't even remember from there. But yeah, we've got Arsenal away is it soon. Napoli tomorrow? City or, away or soon Wednesday? enough. Napoli is Wednesday. Wednesday, okay. Uh, how old is Milner just out? 36. He's, um, he's actually very, he's, so he's, I think he's 59 or 60 away from equaling Gareth Barry's appearance he, record he, in the league. Oh didn't God. he get like, I think he, he well, one of these games was his, um, or was it Henderson who had 400 games? Someone, like, someone hit a master in this Henderson, game. more than 400 games for Liverpool. But yeah, I think it was oh, four okay. or 500 for Liverpool. All right. Um, we, say, we say Milner's old, but I'm 30. So <laughs> only a couple yeah, of years. Yeah, in, in, in professional football yeah, yeah, yeah. terms, yeah. he's right. old. Moving on, Spurs um, played Fulham, you know, yeah. who, who a, a lot of football people have said yeah. you know, aren't a very good team. Well, they beat Brighton. Even though, they're a good side. Even so though they've only lost side. two games this season. Very good side. But yeah, Spurs played Fulham. Yeah. And... Uh, you were you were happier with the performance. No, we can definitely, say. I was happy with the performance. Conte made four changes, so Bentacle was back in the side. Um, Longley started. Pe- Romero was back. Um, can you not do that, please? Sorry, I just I just feel physically. <laughs> I Ill actually, I swear to you, I was just sitting here thinking, what's that? What's that noise? <laughs> I get physically ill when you talk about certain Tottenham players. And Richarlison started. Helen Kuliszewski, which I was surprised about. I'll be honest. I thought Son should have been the one to be rotated, but. Sorry. Um, Champions League midweek though Champions League So I expected changes Look The performance overall Was much improved And I generally think That was down to Romero and Longley Because they're so much Better on the ball It allowed us to progress Who didn't play Instead of uh, Davis and Sanchez Didn't play the back oh, three. That's so already a, a big <laughs> a big, <laughs> big big It's a difference. massive improvement uh, Ben Davis is better than Longley But we'll, we'll No Longley's better time. In my opinion that was such a good opportunity for you to say, but we'll talk about that later. We'll but you obviously you haven't got the sorry, sorry, sorry. you haven't got the creative mind for that. Personally, but um, <laughs> yeah, I think we Prick. looked a lot better on the ball and we looked a lot more fluid up top. I thought Richarlison, he's just giving us that directness. I mm-hmm. feel the I, we haven't. I had. heard. I, I actually didn't catch this game. It's one of the few games yeah, that I either haven't watched or didn't catch highlights of but I've heard Richarlison actually was impressive yeah he was do you know what it's a shame because obviously the result ended 2-1 obviously we, we got the three points and he scored he made, he made it 3-1 but he got disallowed and he got boots because the celebration Amen. my Lord. hallelujah 
I can't I even I have to say it was over the top. Man was off and off top against 75% of this table hates Richarlison and there was only one person on this table who didn't hate him. So I'm just saying I'm kind of, kind of feeling ridiculous <laughs> right now. No, it's like 50-50 now. Listen. No, Tanya loves him. You hate him. You hate no, him. No, Tanya loves you, him now. All of you I, hate him I'm table. warming up to him because he's performing. No, I Wait, hold on. What, you're the 25% that loves him. I'm, I don't say I love him. I say I'm the only person who rated him before he signed Tottenham. Oh, hold I on. Like let me clarify this. I've never said I don't rate the guy no, as a footballer. You, especially I just don't like him. I just don't like him. No, you were like, uh, he's a six goal a season guy, and you know, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> eight, eight goal. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> eight or nine. Yeah. Is that and he got an assist for Hoybier's goal as well. He's linking Shot up well. Shot he plays playing. instead of Kuliszewski, and then Tottenham play better. Wow, what a surprise. Oh, my God. You're in your Kuliszewski agenda. No, nah, I, think, I actually think that was a bit of rotation. So, I, in, yeah. in my mind, I now see a front three of Richarlison, Kane, Kuliszewski, Yep. Uh, I think you got Marseille on Wednesday. No, we've got on Wednesday. I'm nervous about um, that game. And I think that's that's the type of rotation you've brought Richardson in for. So, yeah. you know, Kulusevski comes out one week. There's not much of a, mm. a downturn in quality. Mm. Son comes out the next week. Kulusevski come back comes back in. Richardson shifts to the left. Mm. It gives you options. No, it does. It does, and I think that's probably why he was a good option for us because he can. He can uh, play across the front play three. Across the front three. And I read as well, it's the first time he's taken off, or it's the second time he's taken off Harry Kane ever. Yeah, he took him off. I think he's, I don't know what minute he took him off though. I think it was late. It was like late, it's late 70s. Like yeah. Them, late them 70s. ankles. Yeah, second them time ankles. ever. Conte, he's not been there long, has he? Yeah. I mean, he's been there since the end of last year. So, I mean, he's been there for over, he's only taken him off one or two times. Listen, Matching. Kane's looking good, man. Kane, that ankle is like good. Yeah. <laughs> You're just praying. You better, Conte, all I'm saying is you better protect that ankle, bro. No, we got a World Cup to win. He'll, he'll, he'll be all right. But as I say, it was a much improved performance. I, I like Longley. I want him to meet, for me, that's the um, back that line that I want. Can you so you like interrupting me? I said you'll find out soon. I'm not interrupting you. All right, look, guys, let's move on because I'm not trying to talk over people. I'm happy with the result and um, look what you've done, Abdi. Oh, I don't know where the I, I said one thing. Yeah, it's look what you've done. Oh, go on, sorry, speak. okay, go and speak. You always then. talk over me. Right, stop it's crying. Like, speak what's then. the point? I might as well not say nothing. All right, anyway, go on, sorry, as I said, stop crying. Much improved performance. Um, I think the integration of Longley and Romero helped us, and I think yeah, move on to the next game. Um, we've got Marseille at home. I think that's going to be a very tricky fixture. There's a lot of ex-Arsenal players in there. They're second no, in, and the, so, in the and, league and, at the and moment. And one Arsenal player as well. And one, yeah, <laughs> I'm one Arsenal player. So, yeah. Um, Tavares. Oh, yeah, Tavares. And then you've got Alexis. Gwendozi. Gwendozi. And there's one more. I can't remember. Conte's record, obviously, in Champions League isn't great. Like, he... Listen, even make it out regardless of, of the record, if you don't make it out of that group, he's, he's, no, he's made it out of the group. True? He's made it out of the group. Has he's he? made it to the quarters once wait, wait, ever wait, wait, in his whole career. Let's stop this. I'm again. pretty sure, no, but maybe a Spurs fan got it wrong. No, I'm no, pretty no, sure group stages, he doesn't even get out of the group. He's got out of the group stage like two or three times ever. Yeah, but I think that's he's not lost, even good. Bearing in mind, I don't think he's, I don't know how many campaigns he's managed in the Champions League, but yeah, he's, I think he's been knocked out around the round of 16 twice, made the quarterfinals once and never been further. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. outrageous it's, news. It's bad. You never, yeah, it's, you never I knew that. Listen, well, domestically, uh, you can't, uh, you can't even question his record, yeah. but European-wise, you can really yeah. question that record of his. It's not great. I, yeah, and then there was the whole um, Europa Conference League debacle last season yeah. as well. Oh, this yeah. is brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. What, what happened to Tottenham in the Europa League Conference last year? They lost... Um, Conte oh, took no, over and then they lost. Didn't, didn't they have a game? Oh, that was it. You kind of... Sorry. Anyway, I did not know that. That's good. Um, but anyway, Ho- <laughs> Man said that's good. Ho- Hoiberg. No, he definitely qualified one time with Chelsea. 
No, yeah, I, yeah. I've just said so. He's he's. I think he's made it out of the group stages three times. Bearing in mind, he's been managing for what twenty plus years. Mm. He's made it into. He's made it out of the group stage three or four times, and only ever made it to the quarterfinals once. Never been further. Yeah. Is Hoiberg like? He's like this season. I'm an arrival came for top scorer. Yeah, he's looking good, Hoiberg. I know he gets a lot of stick yeah. from me included. I have to give him his props. He's looked good. And he's got two. Um, well, well, it's something, isn't it? Uh, is he playing further forward? Because. Yeah, he I, does it for Denmark, and I, I like it. Because, to be honest, he's, he's got a decent pulse on him. So what is the... So Bentancourt plays deeper than Hoiberg, and he allows Hoiberg to roam. Yeah, but sometimes I think Bentancourt should be the one to roam. But yeah, that's it, was, I, uh, it was Basuma this weekend, no, no? Yeah, 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 Basuma, yeah, so. yeah. Who, to be honest, I weren't impressed with his performance, but I won't be too, too hard Since on Since first start. But Bentancourt also had a good game. But again, you know, I'm happy with the performance. But Fulham, these are teams we should be beating anyway. I need to see better performances against the better sides. Like West Ham game, I know that was in midweek, but we were terrible again, so... Mitrovic though, by the way. Mitrovic. Oh, what a goal. The guy's but not you stopping. know what? Besides the goal, I don't think he was really in the game. But and that's, that's credit to us, I think. Yeah, like yeah. He, wasn't in, he wasn't really in but the, the game, is, but the thing is, I feel like... such a good goal, though. I feel that is like Mitrovic. Like, he might not be in the game, you might not see him, and then he pops up. But is it just me? He looks really buffed up as well. Or does he always look like that? He's always been a unit. Yeah. Always been a yeah. unit. He was a unit when he was 20 years old. Yeah, that goal. He was a unit when he came out. And of the you know week. what? And I'm, I'm going to give right a special mention to Hugh Gullerese. I don't care what anyone says. I personally think he's the third best goalkeeper in the league. I'm sorry. That's just my opinion. He made some quality saves. He's been at Spurs now for 10 years. And I feel like when he does make mistakes, I almost feel like it's so highlighted more than other goalkeepers. I just think, for me, he deserves all the credit, man. He's, he's such a good goalkeeper. When you think of the horrible goalkeepers we had before him like Gomez goal, and, and bloody Brad Fried all these dead goalkeepers hey, run it back man bring Gomez back man Gomez was a shambles no, I, I, said it, shambles. I said it with Chess the other week I don't think Mendy's top 5 keepers in the league I think he's miles better than Mendy I'm sorry wait you said in a group you didn't think it was like top 10 <laughs> like did I say that? Yeah. No, but come on. <laughs> Let me say with chess top five. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I said top five. Listen, he's lucky to scrape to top say, ten the way he's done at the moment anyway. Is it bad to say Luis is the third best goalkeeper? No, no, I don't I think, think it's bad. I think, I think you've got a, a case for that The last 18 months, I can't one. really deny it. Like, his, his form no, has been good. No, he's been uh, incredible for us, man. So I want to There was a period, though, like where he was on De Gea level in terms of making yeah. errors. There was. There was one period. When was that? About two years ago? Yeah. So who's your next game? Apart from Marseille, in the league. Man, City. Oh, okay. <laughs> With two unbeaten sides. That's nice. I like that because it just. I love when top six come up against each other when it's not your own team because you know one or both teams are dropping points. Guaranteed. But do you know what, Man City? I I feel I'm allowed to be a little bit optimistic because yeah. of our record against City. We just they hate seem you guys. To do well against yeah. them. The, the key difference is you're their bogey. Obviously, there's the Harlan. The, yeah, the key difference is the last couple of times you played them with no striker. And this time you're playing against an Android, didn't you? So you're, <laughs> you're, you're, you're moving like they. Huh? Are you going to meet Man City this season? Um, uh, what did, didn't I say like it's 111 points, isn't it? So <laughs> what do you not get? No, but why are you saying because they didn't have a striker? No, I mean the difference is the difference is now. Like, yeah, it's true. I'm saying no, the difference you, is now. You, you got to be playing them with an Android. They were demolishing man. They were demolishing team after team with no striker. I think you're. I think optimistic times is good. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm optimistic. Absolutely. You Obviously, right it's out Sunday. Now. Huh? They've got every right to Saturday. be optimistic. Of course. Yeah, yeah. It's, no, it's a nice change and I'm not even saying it in like a, but we quite often get pessimistic tans. I know. Yeah. It's I nice think. to have opt yeah, optimistic tans, man. And Conte loves these games. 
Yeah, he does. He does. And like I said, look, he was the only manager to do the double on them last season. I know it's a different Man City, but whoa, whoa, whoa. we're. Yeah, there's Nuno. 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 Nuno got Nuno. the first one. Oh, wait. One. <laughs> oh, damn, man. I didn't want to give and you credit. That, <laughs> uh, when, obviously, she's got every right to be optimistic because, like, obviously, the fear is ha- Haaland, but. Tottenham got Kane. Yeah, it's so true. It's like, like, Kane like, won the game um, at the Etihad. It's like Barcelona, Real Madrid. Barcelona could fear Benzema, mm. but they got Lewandowski. It's actually, so it's like, it, it's, it boils down to the two best strikers in the league mm. yep. are going up against each other. And it's, I, I can't wait. Honestly, really, I can't wait for that game. That's It'll be a good game. game. Where is it? Um, so I believe Etihad. it's at the Etihad, yeah. Which is was, tough. What was it? 3 2 Spurs at the Etihad yeah. Yeah. last year. Harry give Kane. me one of those again. Before we drew there, so give me some managerial beef. Just give me like all of it. All of it. Saturday, 5 30 pm game. Under the lights. Oh, God. Come on. That's how I won last time, innit? They won at 5 yeah. 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 Come on, come on. All right. Um, Chelsea versus West Ham, and there was some VAR controversy. Do you know what? Yeah. I hate West Ham, yeah? You know me, I hate West Ham. But. And you've never made that just, clear. Justice. <laughs> really? Justice for West Ham. Okay. okay. Justice Wait, for West so Ham. So you're leading the line? Yeah, because I hate Chelsea more than West Ham. <laughs> I've never thought I'd see you out to bat for West Ham. For yeah, West but it's Chelsea, Ham. innit, though? Yeah, no, I know, Honest, but like. Oh, you really are questioning. Honestly. You really are a questionable human being if you don't hate Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> like, anyway. No, sorry. but no. It's, it's a, it's a, sorry, <laughs> Tans is boiling up here. I literally hate Chelsea so much. No, oh. you. Listen, we'll get into the game, but West Ham shagged. Absolutely yeah, shagged. shagged. Like, this is a. I know there's been. I know we've spoken of some. Um, couple of VAR decisions prior to covering this game but this one in particular for me and the Newcastle one oh, the new, don't even get me but we'll get into that one but those Woo! two for me are yeah. honestly sackable offences no we nonsense, have to start with nonsense, that can we start with the incident please in that game in the Chelsea West Ham game please sure I don't know why you're asking <laughs> so, me but oh, we can start so with everything it was what was it like literally after Chelsea scored the second goal Havertz literally yeah. from kick no, can we just what can we just quickly like he hasn't got no right to shush. That's what no I was going to say. Yeah. He's got no right to shush much. anyone. I was going to say, we so need to normalise referees booking players who are playing rubbish that and they score one goal and start shushing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shush. That should he, be a bookable offence. Ref should have said, you're getting yellow because you, you, <laughs> you're audacity, bro. <laughs> exactly. You know that meme that comes out all the time of the guy sli- sliding at five uh, at Power League and it's a shit guy finally scored? <laughs> <laughs> that's Havertz, isn't it? No, that, honestly, I'm he so should have been you booked. Said that, Mark, because I just cannot believe. I was waiting because no. we were going to talk about the incident, and then Mark brought. Bro, you scored one goal in the last twenty <laughs> man years. Man, shushing bro. everyone. No, 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 day, no, no, no. Um, just for that, though, that goal should have been that disallowed. Said, though, like, yeah, it should have been red carded. Ch- Chilwell, Chilwell came on yeah. and won the game for them. Isn't it? Like, Cucurella's been good, uh, and obviously he's a top player. But like, Cucurella has been good though. I think he's had I a bit mean, of a mix. Yeah, he hasn't. The thing is, when going forward, it's clear Chilwell's the better player in it. Like, Cucurella likes to. Yeah. He's very good one on one as well. Yeah, and uh, I think Chilwell's just basically saying, don't forget about me, man. You pay 50M for me. Just because I've been injured, I'm still here, innit? So, uh, so it was good from Chilwell, and obviously, I'd like to see him in the England team really coming back because he, he'd been out of the fold for a couple of years. That being said, we have to talk about the decision. It actually boils my blood because I was watching it and then I saw West Ham win on the lead, got in the lead, and then Chelsea scored two two quick fire goals, and I just saw Havertz go and I saw him shushing and I got so genuinely oh, angry. And then a minute later, Reece James with a stupid head. What on earth was Mendy doing? 
Just catching. <laughs> that is some grade A acting. World class keeper. That just is grade ca- A acting. Uh, no, grade he, list. Listen, he should be nominated for the Oscars because that was fantastic. He sold everyone in the VAR room. And I'm glad, listen, we'll get back onto that in a sec, but I am glad you pointed out the Reese James mistake that yeah. essentially led to that whole situation mm. because a lot of the time with him and Carl Walker, I know I sound uh, biased or, or just uh, well, like a broken record. <laughs> These types of mistakes, same with Cancelo, they're not kind of pointed out often, but I'm glad you pointed that out, the Reese James mm. mistake that led to that whole situation, again, which should have led to West Ham's equaliser. Oh yeah, just before, just before Havertz scored, yeah? West Ham hit the post, like mm. Corne's first touch. Yeah, they, Corne. Corne oh. hit, hit the post and, literally, and then Chelsea went up the other end and scored and it was just like a deflating moment. Then they get back into the game. Great finish, by the way. Under pressure, smashed it into the top bend. I don't know what the referee's Off looking at. It's, it's, like, it's, like booking, it's like giving a foul for someone rubbing your shoulder. <laughs> That's it. Imagine like you went up to the referee and touched him. You're like, oh no, and referee threw himself to the ground. That's the equivalent no, of that. but something needs to be done because, you know, West Ham... That, that can affect them. Yeah, you know? yeah absolutely. That could They're in the bottom three, you know. Top eight, do you know what I mean? It's <laughs> like, they need mm. to sort it out. Well, decision. With the run that they're, they're on, relegation. relegation. Yeah. <laughs> no, obviously it won't come to that. But um, yeah, I don't know. You know, like, we see it every single time. When you slow it down or you're using still images, then obviously you're going to say, oh, it's a foul, there's contact there. Mm. But what but, were they seeing to justify that, though? I don't uh, understand. When you see it in slow motion... I mean, I can't see it, but I'm trying to find some like some way that they thought about it. If they see it in slow motion and, and you're seeing a guy, his foot catches the guy's shoulder and you see Mendy rolling around like he's just been shot. There's there's <laughs> no way you can look at that and say that's clear and obvious. They're just going against their own rules. I, it, honestly, so. I... I don't know, man. I don't Declan know Rice was fuming. He was and like, this rightly, so, rightly, rightly so. Rightly so. I actually thought David Moyes was... A little less dignified, kind of yeah. yeah, I thought he was quite considering. dignified. Um mm. considering, yeah. It's it's interesting though, because uh bear with me on this one. P G M O L yeah. have come out and said, um, effectively we accept that the, the wrong decision was made in both the West Ham game and the Newcastle game. But what does that mean and what does exactly. that do for West Ham and Newcastle? It doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything at all. Cause like so okay, so we're gonna replay the game. Oh no, no, the result stands. So so what? So moving forward, what's going to happen? Is it just but apologies? Is it just apologies after that. every error? Now? I hate that. You it's, can't. It's, 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 it's previously. Oh, we brought in VAR because there was too many mistakes from referees. Okay, so what's what's happening now then? Listen, yeah, that's why I say VAR for offsides and massive decisions. Outside of that, mm. just let the game run, just, man. Just leave the game be. Um, uh, so sorry. Oh, go on, go on. No, just because we're on on this topic, I was going to ask about. Um, they're trialing it with UEFA and the World Cup, um, the automated, semi-automated VAR. So what, I might be out of the loop. I don't really know. Does anyone know what that means, actually? Semi-automated. Yeah. Semi-automated VAR. Well, you can't. That's, it's virtually impossible because it's based on uh, uh, an interpretation of a decision. So it's like, it's you making a decision. So it's how you stick to the referee. I think the issue is there, like, like I think the biggest thing in terms of Improving it, obviously. I, 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 to answer your question, I have no idea what that means. Because <laughs> I think it's just them saying it, trying to think of a solution. The the best way to improve it is like you guys said about having an independent mm. view, because you can't just have referees who are have the politics within each other. 
Um, and also, they're all shown they're all equally inept. Get some outside referees, man. Get some foreign referees. Because like we saw a couple of years ago, Arsene Wenger said it. He said there will be no English referees at the World Cup, man. He was bang on. Mm-hmm. So the, the limited referees we're going to have, we'll see at the World Cup as well. Because English, the British, the overall standard, I think, when it comes to the baseline of refereeing in this country is probably higher than other other countries. But when it comes to the individuals, we've got the worst individuals in this country. Like that, the, the Chelsea one specifically... That Australian guy, he is a terrible ref. He was Arsenal. He was the um, ref a couple of weeks ago for Arsenal at the Emirates. He's te- he's honestly he's completely against Fulham. He yeah. was. Do you remember that clip of him where they, they were did, kind yeah. of discussing live BT and you could Sport, hear yeah, the yeah. audio? No, no, no. In game in Australia, yeah, yeah, and he was B- explaining. Yeah, BT Sport did it. Yeah, yeah, and that's essentially I feel the reason they brought him over. He's because, just yeah. as trash as the rest. That's cra- the, the craziest <laughs> thing yeah, is in that clip. Yeah, one of the players come. He's mic'd up in it for that for that clip in it. So one of the one of the one of the players come up to me go, oh, I hear you're going to the championship. It was only a couple of years ago. He's already up in the Premier League now, isn't it? So it just goes to show like. So they clearly, he's clearly not ready for it. I think a lot of the referees are clearly not ready for it. But I do have a um, a correction to make. It's not semi-automated VAR. It's semi-automated offside. So like um, the goal line technology, referees are going to receive an alert that there was an offside. Um, okay. And then a 3D animation improves the communication to in-stadium fans. So you'll be able to see the images. But the technology has been successfully tested at previous FIFA tournaments and will be implemented in the Champions League this season and the World oh. Cup in the winter. But they have to f- establish what they consider offside. Yeah, I know this this armpit rule. I don't think it's. I mean, now it's not armpit. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's the sleeve, right? So it's the sleeve you that you're can't offside. S- you, sco- you, can't you can't score, score a hand. goal exactly. So I don't know why. Because <laughs> I've seen a lot of goals ruled out where it's like their arms offside, but their foot is like way behind yeah. the defender, like. Anyway. What do you think of Chelsea signing Aubameyang from an Arsenal I don't perspective? Care. I really don't bothered. care. No, I really don't care. That video of him is hilarious. He looks a bit off in that video. Some looks at, bro, he's off. Like, he is completely He, he did off. get his jaw broken a couple no, of days ago. No, I know, I, I know. No, that's true, but the body language the as well, body. especially when he was like, and uh, he don't believe come what on, your blues. <laughs> you <laughs> can tell every ounce of him and his whole body did not want to say that. He just he, he, Clearly in that video, what you wanted to say, I came here, one, because I just got mugged, two, I want the money. That's what you Mark, 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 do that again. <laughs> what? The impersonation. No, you have to play that one back. You have to play that one back. And they signed that midfielder, didn't they? Um, Zac- Zachariah. Yeah. yeah. I weren't expecting that one. That's that another Saul signing, man. You reckon? That, the worst thing is they're asking, they go, how are you going to prevent this from being another Saul signing? He goes, well, he's got to work hard, didn't it? Otherwise, <laughs> wing back. <laughs> He just signed it because he's fast, isn't it? So he could play as a wing back. He's strong and fast. I don't know. I got bad. I think Aubameyang is going to actually do well. No. Chelsea. I don't. I, I think time. Listen. Know. Time will tell. But it's clear they need someone who can regularly put the ball in the back of the net. Whether that's Aubameyang or not, we'll see. But it, they I, need. I, they we, need a shooter. We've seen him in the prem, and Arsenal for whatever were creating a lot of chances, and he was missing them. So. But still, to be honest. Hey, hey, I'm happy with the one we got in us. So I'm not. I'm not looking at Chelsea. They are a bit meh. They are meh. They, well, lost you, they lost to Southampton a couple of days ago. That was, yeah, they that did. Was beautiful. Oh, that was great. That, that was, was absolutely Lavia. magnificent. Fifth, they, they're absolutely taking a piss. I, yeah, think, I honestly are, think Todd are. Bowley, yeah, he made the bid because he can't help it. Someone, <laughs> someone should have just ripped the phone out of his uh, out of the wall for him. Just like, How are you bidding for, man? He just, just signed <laughs> for Southampton a couple of months ago. And you're more than doubling that. And in his mind, he thought, oh, well, 50 million is the base. We have to sign. We have <laughs> to base. bid 50 million. I, I can't bid for anyone less than 50 million. <laughs> and that's what, and this summer as well, like, we thought Abramovich took the piss as well, but that's the record for one team in one it's scary, window. scary, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. 
So I think Chelsea, like they got they, they, everyone's watching them now, innit? And when they were, they should have lost to West Ham. And didn't well, we don't know, but there was a mysterious bidder for De Jong, a hundred million euros. Well, of course, innit? He can't help yeah, it. Yeah, it's definitely Chelsea. <laughs> so what you're saying? They should be in the title race then with the money they spent. Hey, two hundred million. The biggest outlay in the history of no, English no, football. I get that. But it's the same with Man United. We were saying the same thing last week about Man United. It's the same thing with Chelsea. And they always can't look, see always, it with them now. They're yeah, not we can't we contenders can't, at all. We can't see it, but they're always listing. Look at the defenders they've got now, isn't it? They've got three at the back for Fana, Silva, Koulibaly, right wing back, um, Reese James, left wing back, Cucurella. Oh, and Gavio uh, rejected them, which Who? is. Oh, Vardio, yeah, Gavadio, yeah. Gavadio. And then um, you look at the midfield, they're always going on and banging on and on about Jorginho, Kovacic, Kante, oh, all of these I guys think that's as well. A bit Can I just say, yeah, I've actually got, a, I'm going to say, we haven't got much time left of the podcast, but I've actually got a list of my agenda. Yeah, he was telling me about this on the way here, so, he's got a list of agendas. Do you want me to read it out quickly? In front of on, yeah, right, do cool. it, and then we just run through the last, I'm actually intrigued, and we just skip through the last ones. Because okay. it was some long, it was kind of a long list. No, no, no like, I've, got, I've got my, firstly, I've got my, so... That's the actual projector. So I've got yeah, I've got my list here, and I've got two two wait, different wait, 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 columns. Hold on, so you've got two columns, a, a draft agenda, and the actual agendas. No, 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 yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've got agenda for what we're going to talk about in this podcast, and then I've got like my agendas for yeah, who, who I'm going to talk shit about. So I've got two lists. One is called shit guy that people rate. Okay. Okay. And then I've got another list called list called I'm watching you. <laughs> <laughs> so let me let me let me go through them, yeah. And I know oh, some of you guys might not man. like this list, but it's my list, isn't it? Wait, hold on. Before you, before you hit the blue button. Wait, wait. Hang on. There you I'm go. Right, wait, why did you hit both? Why did you hit yeah, both? Yeah, accident. accident. <laughs> no, wait. Can we all do one? So can I do one next week? And yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it. Okay, okay. Wait. Okay. Do it. So this list is that. So shit guy that people rate. First, first of all, I know you're gonna not like it. Darwin Nunes. <laughs> I've got. Think, uh, but a lot of people don't rate him, so you could technically be on your "I'm watching you" list. Mm. Yeah, um, maybe. But he's staying in this. He's staying in this list. Jose Sar. Uh, James Ward Prowse, and the reason no, I brought him on, the one I brought him on now, the one brought up right now is Conor Gallagher. And what, <gasps> yep, that, I, no, I, that's I, I, harsh on Conor Gallagher. Conor Gallagher is, is a fifteen hundred meter runner, bro. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, you got you got you got my my typical ones: Bruno Fernandez, Ben Tenker, Kulishitsky. Uh, I actually okay. actually I actually wrote Bruno Fernandez twice on this. <laughs> but you got other guys as well. Like I just added him yesterday, Sambi Lakonga. I've got Suchek. Okay, that I've Wait, is this still the same list or same is this list. that shit I'm watching guy, you shit, list? No, right, shit cool. guy that people rate. And then Luke, uh, uh, Lucas Dinia as well. I've added him. Shit guy that people Yeah, rate. I agree with that uh, one. On my I'm watching you list, I've got um, some some of these are actually going to be a bit surprising. Um, Mason Mount. Yeah, that's agree. fair. That's fair. Agree. Um, one that I, I nearly blew a gasket, gasket swearing at him on, on Wednesday last week. John McGinn. <laughs> Bro, I'm mm, watching you. That guy. Okay. Meaty guy. Uh, this one's getting a bit of surprising, but Jimenez. Really? No, oh, no, no, no I, I'm with that one. I'm watching you, Jimenez, because uh, yeah. too many. I'm not gonna have to. I know. I know you nearly broke your score a couple a couple years ago. Well, you actually did, didn't it? But um, I'll, <laughs> bruv, yeah, yeah. You, you can have a brain injury, but still, like, you ain't dead in it. So get some goals, bro. <laughs> wow. Uh, you ain't a couple of others that you might think are, are contentious, but I've actually got a reason to because in the first five, six games of the season, he's been shit. Why are you looking at me for? I know you're going to say song. Son, I'm watching you. I think that's crazy. Um, okay. A couple of other guys who are, you know, people have already called them shit, but I still think they're decent. Jordan Henderson and Firmino. Okay. Uh, and a couple of others as well. One purely out of hatred, uh, Romero. I'm watching. <laughs> and another one, um, his, his, his bad performances are going under the radar because Man United are winning, but Sancho, I'm watching you. Yeah, Sancho, that's a big one. I'm glad you had that one in there. In the name of balance, mm-hmm. um, 
and I just noticed there weren't many Arsenal players on there. Yeah, you add Saka to your I'm watching you list right now. How dare you? Add him to your list right now. If you're putting Son on that list mm-hmm. off of this yeah. season's performances mm-hmm. alone, mm-hmm. get Saka on that list. Uh, Saka but the difference is it's right my list, not yours list, yeah? And you right, watch cool. So I'll bring, my, I'll bring my list next week. Yeah, innit? You actually want to fight me because that's fighting talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you can't say that literally off the back of him ripping the left back. He had he was be- our best player yesterday. So mm. I'm not yeah, going to I think the goal scoring is a bit quiet. He scored yesterday. <laughs> yeah, but how many goals did he score? I'm just saying, listen, I didn't want to cause arguments, but he's hey, on the I'm watching you list. He's, he, listen, he's been he's been underwhelming this year and he's already got a, one goal. Oh, so where's, three, the same energy six, for, games, yeah. where's the same energy for Son? Just because Son ain't scored. Son, Son's done nothing this season. Zero goals, zero assists, yeah. <laughs> listen, he, but you know who Saka's has been underwhelming. Saka, he's got three. We'll see, innit? We'll try you it, bro. He's got six games to go by. Get your goals up, bruv. Right, no, that's a good list. Game. You know what? Actually, keep let's check back in on that list like every month or two. I'd be just be interested to see like who's might, proven might, you wrong, who's add, proved you right. I might add more names but up some you. of them on that list, I'm surprised the one, is not there. Some of them on that list were never rated. I'm right, anyway. no, right now, like, right who, now. Rated, <laughs> who rated Suchek? Let's be honest. Yeah. No, first season, people, everyone yeah. rated. Let's be honest, everyone rated. He was on everyone's FPL, hundred percent. And Gallagher, I think that's harsh. On Gallagher, I really think that's harsh. Just because he's playing for Chelsea now in a different system. He, where I never really... I wasn't that big on him when he was at Paris. No, that's a lie. At the start when he was scoring goals. But if you watch his game... Like, you can say he needs to play for England. I didn't say he's played for England. I'm a, no, I, 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 I've got Smith Rowe in my team. Why am I talking about this 1,500 metre runner, bruv? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I watched Gallagher, yeah? And why is why is all of his credit about the amount he runs, bruv? That's McTominay vibes, bro. I'm not, to I'm to not, give him credit, at Palace, where he had a bit more freedom to be that... Late run into the box, um, get creative with the ball. He was actually a player, but in this double pivot at Chelsea, he's not being done any favours by Tuchel, let's be honest. We'll see, did we do a flop of the season in our little... Uh... Oh, no, we didn't. No, we didn't. We should have done that. We can Sorry. we can just do that on Mac. <laughs> yeah. Everyone come with Tanya, one. Tanya, who's week. your flop of who the season? Pred- who I predict to be the flop of the season. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I, I don't think I can... Come on, you got to do it right now. Uh... <laughs> I mean, it's pretty simple for me, to be honest. <laughs> 100 million Andy Carabov. Obviously, I'm going to go for it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Crazy. I'm, I'm, I'm a generational hater, Andy bro. Oh, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go for... Silence. 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 Yeah, he's, he's a player, he's a man. He's a flop, bro. <laughs> Silence. We're watching you. That's what I'm saying. No, let everyone think. We'll come back with this. You brought it up and said, let's do it right now. Harry K, what's three times three? Silence. Shut up. Tanya tries so, can I just say, so hard not to laugh. Can I just say, I'm actually worried because Kane is balling out this year, but there's no slow start this year. I literally so. said that. You're like, oh, no, he's not. No, he is. I've been saying for I Kane. fear that he's going to break. Kane's the one player I cannot ever chat shit about. I, think he's, he's, he's I, I fear that he's going to break the Thierry's record. He will. Well, he, he's no, only no. taken him now, hasn't he? Oh, right. yes. oh, sorry, oh he did against I, Fulham oh, in the London derby. Because I'm not finished what I was going to say. You said, I fear. No, I, I said, fear. I fear. He's going to break Thierry's record, and then you guys started talking over me, in the North London derby, oh, is what yeah, I was yeah, going to say. He will, he will, he will. What's, what's he the, what is it now? It's, he's like one or two goals away. Yeah, I think he's played more games in, t- in the derby of Thierry now, isn't it? So, but still. But he's a shooter, man. He's been a clapper for how many years, and he's certified in it. So All he's right. the one guy you can't trust. Let's run. We got, let's, let's try and do this in five minutes, yeah? Damn. Okay. Villa Man City, 1-1. Yeah. A, another VAR decision here. We're not VAR. De- oh, you know what? I forgot about it. Refereeing decision. Completely forgot. And um, the linesman put his flag up when Coutinho w- 
was not offside, um, but because the referee blew his whistle. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. The crazy thing is, is that, and we've seen it in almost every game this season, I thought linesman was told, keep your flag down, mm. even if you think it's off, because VAR will bring it back. You know, if something happens, i.e. a goal, VAR will then bring it back. I think they, they saw it as a different phase of play because it got headed out. <coughs> no, but so the thing is, um, I didn't really have a big got problem headed with this out one. When? So when, when Coutinho went for the ball, it got headed out by a Man City player and then that's when they assumed he was offside. Then no, they assumed out. he was offside from the pass. Yeah. Well, the first one. Yeah. And, yeah, and, and, and the, the pass, was, the pass was backwards anyway. So you, you can't be offside from a pass that's played backwards. Uh, that's the one decision I probably didn't have a problem with. No, nah, I think because the, the whistle went. So the goal, the goal, just, regardless yeah, of what happened, the, the goal can't count. The, but it's the, the linesman's fault. He shouldn't have put his flag up. They say play to the whistle. Man City players stopped because the whistle went. So I don't think that counts really as a goal. No, I just think no one's saying it counts. But you, you can't, you can't come out and say that's one of the ones you don't have an issue with when it's a clear mistake yeah, again. The, the issue, I, it's not a VAR thing though. I think that's a referee. That's thing. why. I, but that's, that's why that's the conversations we've had about VAR mm-hmm. are referee majority. Ma- the majority of them are actually about the human beings using VAR. Yeah. And again, this is the linesman, human error. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, it's, a, it's poor refereeing. That's it. That's it. It's poor. Even the ref shouldn't shouldn't have blown. Should have just let that passage of play just yeah. continue. And then once the ball's out of play, or or if um, City get a tackle in, or, or Villa's attack breaks down, then blow up. Yeah. But all right, it is what it is. It just very quickly, it was a massive result for Steven Gerrard in terms of yeah. the pressure. I was just going to say Haaland ten and six as well. Matt, that's ridiculous. Disgusting. He's not real. So I asked, the, I asked the you the question. Point, though. Yeah, I know. I asked you the question last week. Everyone was kind of like, mm, I don't think so. So I'll ask you again. Ten and six. Does he break Salah's? Bearing in mind, right, his injury record is not great, but yeah, he does get a month off this World Cup, November mm-hmm. to December. Yeah, he does. Someone made a point saying he's going. <laughs> They're like, um, how many how many broken hands is um, Scott Carson going to have in training? He's <laughs> <laughs> just doing shooting practice, the two of them. Do, do, you think he, do you think he breaks that? So the record's obviously 32 in 38. Got if, 10 we're, in if, we're going, if we're going to maths, yeah, the minimum is going to get 60 goals. <laughs> At the minute, you have to say, yeah, potentially, yeah. He needs 22 more goals in 32 games. <laughs> Providing he stays fit, isn't it? Yeah, I don't think he'll play no one the f- all 32. Um, there'll be a moment when, you know, you've got a big Champions League game and Pep mm. will prioritise that. But And the run into the season is always quite difficult as well. I don't know. It's achievable. Uh, bro, it at half time, time against Aston Villa, I, I literally, I, looked, I was in my seat and I, I pulled out my phone. 3 no Man City, and then I didn't even have to look at who scored in it. 3 no Man City? Well, oh, well I was Villa. looking at, I, at oh. half time, I was at, the, well, I was at the Villa game, innit? And I looked at my phone, they're playing oh. Nottingham Forest. You the Arsenal versus yeah, 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 Villa yeah, game. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. my bad. You need to make that. My bad. And Who I just saw playing? that. Forest. They're playing Forest, innit? Oh, oh, so 6-0. Yeah, six, yeah. Six I'm just like, well, half, half time, 3 no, and he scored three. Yeah. He's just like, the guy is an android. I said it before. He doesn't seem real. Back back do you not think, though, that any striker would be, though, in that system, though? I think Kane would back just as much. Yeah, I know. He but would. I mean, he's got this freakish level of, like, he can he can get... He literally, he's got the ability to score in every game. That's yeah. what I just He looks like that kind so of guy. Kane. Kane. Yeah, but Kane is more like... He's got... Kane is more like a... I can see him scoring less goals than Haaland because Kane's involved in the game more. True. But that guy's job yeah. is just just being between the yeah. width of the post and True. get the goals in it. He's, he's averaging like 10 touches a game. Yeah. And like three, three, ten goals two or three it. goals. <laughs> or he's averaging two goals a game and 10 touches, which Kane, is you see, crazy. De Bruyne's cross, yeah. 
he jumped above the crossbar and it looked like he was hanging in the air just so he can volley it. He was like, the ball better hurry up because I've been here for a while. <laughs> and he just volleyed it in for so flying. We, so we have completely failed in our five minutes because <laughs> five minutes is gone and we've just talked about this. Extra game. five, added time. Added, added time. time, okay, okay, okay. Five added on. Um, okay, let's go quick, yeah? Brentford versus Leeds, Tony Hattrick. World Cup. Oh, has to happen. Well, yeah, has to happen. But then again, it's going to be tough because... I actually think Man United Tony and Chelsea should have been looking at... Tony. Chelsea, 100%. Yeah, Man United, definitely. But if you're thinking, like, I, I, I get what you're saying, but, like, if England usually only take three strikers, yeah? As in out and out strikers. Yeah, they only play, I don't know, they only play one. It's, but for you, me, you if you take Kane out of that team, who's at, at the moment now? Well, there's you, Tammy. Tammy and Rashford. So who Listen, else? I don't know if you guys have watched much of Roma. He's, he's good at putting the ball in the back of the net. For me personally, the rest of Tammy's game stinks. That's my personal opinion. I, 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 I personally disagree. I think Tony's got much better link-up player and he's actually a very good footballer, very underrated footballer as well. People yeah. just think Tony is a finisher, but he's a very, very technical Listen, footballer. Listen, the, the, showed it the standard of his goals, each goal, or one was a pen, but the free kick and the but third goal in particular. T- t- one of the reasons I was interested in Tammy last year, because I like his link-up play. I think Tammy's a very good at link-up play. I don't think he's as good as you think no, it I might think, be. I think Tammy needs also, more Also, when have, has he ever taken Rashford as a striker? He's always played on the left. But with, with England, we're stacked in the wing in the wing positions. So, so we're going to play stacked everywhere. All right. So we're, we're, we we. Other than centre back. So what I've gathered is that we suck at trying to whiz through things. Ah, so um, great result for Brentford. Uh, Bournemouth were two 0 down at half time and came back to win three two. Well, that's what happens when you play uh, uh, an American football team, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Their team bus here was going on for ages, didn't it? They had like six different coaches coming. In ah, oh, it's still the forest team, isn't it? <laughs> That's what happens when you sign. Yeah, like sixty players. Oh. All right. No. Um, Brighton battered Leicester five two. What a team, man! I just love watching them play. And the thing is, they sold their best players. Yeah, n- n- not a problem. That's fine. We're good. We're well coached team. McAllister Rose. and Trossard, bro. Mm-hmm. That's it. And the talent identification yeah. off the back of you know, obviously they sold to. They're two best players. The talent identification, just to kind of keep that moving, and I actually think Gilmore's a really smart signing from them yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I like right, the yeah. I like the left back they got. His name is Purvis Istupinian, which is the top one name I've ever heard. Of. <laughs> top one. <laughs> name. Uh, what's your name, Purvis Istupinian? Oh, that is. A, you know, oh, you know, you know, I'm gonna just Whoa. chill. Yeah, just chill. You know, you know, he's about he's, he's on stuff in he? He's on crowd when you when you hear that. My name is Purvis Istupinian. Bro, you said it like four times. I know. You practiced that one in the mirror. I like saying it. Right. Purvis. In the mirror. Purvis. But the way the Brighton are playing is actually... Um, <laughs> that was perfect. Thanks. But like, the, way, the way Brighton are playing is actually interesting because they're not playing with any fullbacks. They're playing wingbacks, but like they're playing guys like Solly March as yeah, a right Graham yeah. Potter is the truth, man. And Trossard. He is the truth. He is, he is. Big trouble for Leicester though. One point in six. Yep. They've they got to pick it they up. Are, they are, and they are stinking Oh good. my God. This, this, like it was fine, but it genuinely not even... Not even hyperbole. Like it could have been ten. Oh, hyperbole. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's that was just like horrible. Yeah. Like they are so weak. It, and the thing is, when you if you got midfield, yeah, obviously, I, I think Samara is quite right. I'm gonna add him onto my list actually. <laughs> but, yeah, right. <laughs> but genuinely, against Man United, they, if they play like if you have a midfield of Indeedy, Tielemans, Madison, people are saying, oh, that's one of the better ones now. They don't look quality in any area as well. Oh, like, indeed it just he, looks... Indeed, he stunk it up, man. But indeed, he's still playing centre-back. Yeah, he is, yeah. yeah. But it's weird that they have 
got some good players though. What do you put? I, well, think, I think it's just dumb for Rogers. Signed, like, they signed one. Yeah, yeah but they're playing one player. He's not player. getting sacked. He's not getting sacked though. There was I don't, a, there I don't was, run the club. <laughs> <laughs> there was an article in the Athletic this morning. Um, apparently, the whole squad's dismayed. Uh, tactics are changing game to game. They don't know what's being asked of them anymore individually oh, and yeah, collectively. That's not a good sign. He's on his way. Um, and there are a lot of questions from the the playing side of things, but apparently he also has faith of the board and the Rogers, owner, so. your time is no, ticking. It's ticking. Let's just say that. I need to get that when you, when you lose the faith of your own playing squad, it's really ticking. Get the Rogers, Rogers, do you know Rogers what we need? Look at, go on. We need um, that Stranger Things clock. I'm going to get the sound bite. So <laughs> yeah. when we talk about someone's times coming up, play that. Rogers is actually looking at the opposing dugout in that game thinking, oh, that used to be me, though. <laughs> they, they used to look at him. The, they used to look at me the way he's look, they look at him now, innit? So. No, do you know what? We should move on, innit? Mm. There's more games. Is there more games? There is. There are. There are two more games. Two um, more games. All right. Uh, Wolves finally won a game. They beat Southampton one 0 Pedence oh, scored. Bazunu, what was that all about? Mm. Did you see the goal? I don't know. Like Pedence, that was got to be a horrible finish. Like he obviously mishit, it? and then it bounced, and then he just dived out of the way. It was a bit like what <laughs> Ramsdale did with Anthony's goal, and he just moved out of the way. Oh yeah, I was going to mention that. I'm, I'm not even going to mention it now. Um, yeah, Southampton are a confusing enough. team, though, isn't it? Very yeah. Like, you just down, yeah. go from beating Chelsea. Uh, not that losing to Wolves is a bad thing, but Wolves this season haven't been great. Um, yeah, Southampton are just be confused. Honest, Wolves hadn't like, won before this game. I was going to say Wolves have played slightly better than the results suggest. Yeah, yeah I, you know true. I could get on board with that. True. Uh, um, it's funny because last week I brought up how many black players Southampton were, and then deadline day he went and bought two more. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Mate, let's come through." Oh, some black youth from Man City, obviously. Guardiola doesn't want you. Come through, bro. Oh, yeah, mate, let <laughs> Oh, God. What? And finally, but for the fans listening, not least, Newcastle Crystal Palace ended nil-nil, though VAR intervened with a perfectly <laughs> oh, legal, sorry, well, looked just... like perfectly legal Did you Newcastle hear, um, goal. What's his name? Uh, Jamie O'Hara. He was on Sky Sports, and usually he chats rubbish in it. But Whenever Jamie O'Hara actually, appears, I, I He actually disagree. made a really good point. He was like, that is such a bad decision that someone needs to be sacked for that. Because yeah, exactly. If, if, if you're not going to give the goal, that should actually be a penalty. Mm. Yeah. Because he, get, gets he pushed, pushed him, yeah. and the guy nearly got, well, Willock nearly got concussed, man. Like, it's crazy. Mm. It's actually crazy. And how can you look at that decision and say, the Newcastle player made the offence there? <laughs> Doesn't make sense. <laughs> he got Mitchell pushed literally him. pushes him into the goalkeeper. Nah, he's like, mm, yeah. They need to be drugs tested, these people. Well, they referees. must be high. <laughs> they must be high. That one yesterday who shaved his head he must have done it for a bit and just can't grow his hair back now, innit? <laughs> he actually looks like a skinhead now. That's crazy. Tierney. But yeah, he definitely needs to be drug tested. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He should be on your list. Nah, my, all the referees are on shit guys. That's it. That's it. I'm not, <laughs> <laughs> Nobody rates. No. Saka should be on that list. Tanya, oh, watch your mouth. You know. <laughs> no, no, you're not joking. It's cool. You don't have no, to say I'm you're joking. joking. I like Saka. I like Saka. I like Saka as well. Yeah, you should be on the list. Yeah, you should be on the list. <laughs> I, lo- I love Saka as a player, but if we're judging off at this season, but anyway, it's, a, <laughs> well, it's another. You got to watch him. My summer's going to go home. <laughs> Bro, I have to listen to you every week. Mm-hmm. Just two minutes ago, Saka. I heard the 100 million Andy Carroll. Mm-hmm. Every yeah, but week. I'm not trying to shit about Salah, though. He's your best player. So you don't talk about my best player. All right, big man. Sorry, yeah. didn't know you didn't <laughs> know you were going to say that to Hartley. Hey, three games without a goal. Don't let me load an agenda on him, bro. <laughs> no, your best player. I'm gonna player. feel stupid next game when he's got Van Saka went just went five without a goal. Jesus. Yeah, Jesus is our best player. I'd say. Yeah, but exactly. like Saka, so Saka's been like Saka's like you know, he's, he's he's been in the Hall of Fame already. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> Alan Shearer, Thierry, Saka. And now, man of the week, Tanya. Oh yeah, you're I'm up, up first. I'm up first. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what? Um, 
gonna give it to. So I'll be shameless to give it to Richarlison, even though he didn't score. No, I'm gonna give it to Harry Kane. No, you should give it to Richarlison. I'm giving it to Harry Kane. He's in good form at the minute. Great player and got us the winning goal. So I'm giving it to Kane, my boy. Empty. I'm next. Golden boot. Well, oh, that's well, how. Very, that's it's very easy for me. <laughs> I didn't think it'd come to me, but Ivan Tony for a hat trick. <laughs> <laughs> Quality hat trick as well. The third goal was thirty, bro. Uh, and, a, um, and a free kick as well. Oh man! I thought you would have been prepared, Junior. I am. Uh, well, I wanted Tony, but I mean, you should know by now in this game, no, yeah, you need to have a backup option. No, I do have a backup option, oh. which is why I'm upset. I know, I, who, to, I know, I know who he's going to do. I have, so. to, I have to big up Rashford. Oh, fair enough. Rashford. No, yeah. that's actually yeah. fair. That's big why I'm. That's why I'm, bro. I'm about to do the same thing, so don't worry. Okay. In the name of balance, <laughs> I hate this guy. I give him a lot of hate, a lot of stick, but I'm gonna what have to just—I'm gonna have to nominate. Um, that was poor for your standards. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna have to nominate Jordan Pickford. Yeah, gotta do it, man. Yeah. Mm. Uh, let's just end this, man. We'll catch you on the next exciting episode of We'll Talk About That. Woo! <laughs> Sports Social Podcast Network.